Someone the other day said that I talk like Hulk Hogan, and she said she couldn't stop looking at me because I kept like doing this, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know about that, dude. So what else are you guys doing? (laughs) (laughs) This is just like, this should be the name of this episode. So So what else are you guys doing? Do this three, two, one. Guardrail. What's going on, guys? Hi. Uh, I've missed everybody. I know it's so been much. Hello. Only like several ages, I think. It's I know, and you guys look just years. the way I remember you in my dreams. I mean, it's unbelievable. How many dreams it's are we been talking? So long. <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> Last time I saw you, cars weren't invented yet. I couldn't read. It was not light out. Read. <laughs> yeah, nothing's changed though. <laughs> I still can't read. I still can't fucking what's, read. What's reading? <laughs> oh, all these scribbles on this scribe. Are we reading right now? <laughs> so I was the drive out here. I know you guys got a little lost. Pleasant. You three got lost. Did you two get lost? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. I, we went down Doberman and lost. we weren't supposed to. But Kevin, instead of just sending your phone number, screenshotted the number, so I had to pull over to copy. It. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, bam, there it is. Oops, I had like I was trying to finish my Wendy's, and so I was like, this is easier. <laughs> just do a screenshot and send it. So okay. you can blame Wendy for that. Blame Dave Thomas fries. for that shit. Dave Thomas. <laughs> All right, we'll do this right away. Who am I sitting with? Starting right here. Oh, hey, what's up? I'm Alyssa. My last name is Lessig. And my social security number is... (laughs) My social security number is Wendy's. And, um, hi. I have no idea there were letters and social numbers. (laughs) Oh, no, did you lose it in the couch? (laughs) Doug's phone is gone. Well, (laughs) truth be told, all right, hold on. It may not be, yeah, there is a lever, but no, it's, it's, it's in there. But the lever sends you it's into in the couch. No more phone to <laughs> sends you into the couch to get this the phone. Where, this is where the video would come in so handy right now. I got. I really got to start doing that because this is... So let me tell you how you're going to have to do this. You are going to have to get up eventually. Head first. So the, on the on your left-hand side, there is a lever. Nope. On the inside of the... Uh, you got to pull that and that's going to recline the chair. There you go. inside lever. Now you got to get up and look under there. Or... Oh. Kathy can do this. <laughs> Kathy's got it. This. This oh. is true entertainment. <laughs> this is podcasting at its finest, Everybody folks. call Doug. So that was To give some context, Doug is on his tum-tum looking for his phone underneath the couch. The podcast is stalled. We've spun out. We're four and a half minutes in. Oh. The end. <laughs> All eyes on you, Doug. <laughs> He's oh, got it. Oh, oh, yes. Worth. Be great if he got it up like the. <laughs> so that was Doug. So that, yeah, that was <laughs> Doug. <laughs> I'm Kevin. <laughs> <laughs>
F- FY information. All right, Kevin, great. <laughs> Yay. Boom, we were doing we were doing introductions. And yeah, we were doing introductions. If and someone's going to get this fucking thing back on track, it's going to be Kevin. Gonna be God, Kevin. It. What do you do, Kevin? I don't know. I sing words <laughs> and phrases in the band Guardrail. Mm. What does Alyssa do? I don't know either. <laughs> Way to go, Ken. Ken From the <laughs> shadows, Ken. Ken, this is your band. This is my podcast. I play now. the bass. I'm Ken. I play guitar. Doug, I uh, play drums and I lose phones. <laughs> In couches. I feed couches my phone. All right. Well, thanks for coming out, guys. I know it's kind of a hike sometimes. We actually but, drove. Uh, we didn't even have to hike this Wow, time. no bullshit? No. I brought a backpack. Get the fuck out of here. Most people just hike out here. They come out here. It is beautiful. Come for the goats. Stay for the... The corn podcasts. Yeah, literally, that's kind of how this whole thing works. It, you, I think I said ghosts. I was thinking of Joe. Goat ghosts, dude. Everyone, that was that, ghost. everyone that comes here, like the last, I, I had McKenna on the podcast last yeah. week, and they came out here and they were like, "God, your house looks like that house in like one of those exorcism movies." And I'm like, "Why do you need to say things like, like way this? nicer?" <laughs> it's, 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 the, it's the Resident Evil house. It's the <laughs> yeah, it's oh, the no. Resident Evil house. It's the VR. Death train. <laughs> oh man, if we uh, if we have time a little bit later, there are some creepy places in this house for sure. Can like we little, please explore them? Let's oh, totally. check them all out. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I can show you. I can show you the barn where we actually do kill people, and where I will probably, you know, spoiler alert, Kathy, you were right. We're gonna <laughs> kill you. <laughs> oh. By the way, Ken's fiance Kathy is our audience today. Yes, she, she, Live audience. Audience. she refused to sit in any kind of chair and it's just Indian styling. And actually, that's more like crisscross applesauce. Come on. That's still not crisscross applesauce. It's just crossing the knees on the that's ground. Just, that's just spilled applesauce. That's just <laughs> crossing applesauce. Kathy's pills. just a puddle of mashed apples right now. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I don't know what that even is. Kathy's now apples. very confused. <laughs> This is definitely a music podcast, I think. Maybe. It's turning into a food podcast. I have bands that come on here that, no, dude, fools, hold on. I got to I gotta <laughs> shout them out again because nobody will ever be do the tangents that uh, Fool's Brew went on. It's just not going to happen. We, like, didn't talk anything about them or, like, any music at all. It was just, like, I'd be like, so you guys got, like, a new, so, dude, do you remember that time? And they would just, like, <laughs> cut right across into some new idea tangent. We're going to start asking you to remember times that you weren't present for. Bro, do you remember that time at the show? No, I fucking don't, guys. <laughs> just kidding. Hey, Connor, just you remember that one time that I went and saw Aerosmith? Last week? At the drive-in? At drive Allstate Arena? <laughs> No social distancing. Um, nope, no Absolute. social distancing. There was no pandemic. It was real. It's a pandemic. <laughs> you guys know that. Oh. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> I, th- I think we can end this. It was a pandemic. Uh, right. <laughs> we came here. We said what we needed to say. There's <laughs> somebody edited. I saw somebody edited this together and it was brilliant. So it was. Have you guys all seen Parks and Rec? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So it was. You know, just one of the many times they have to go do like a town hall meeting and it just erupts into complete nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> and, but they like, every time the camera would normally in the show pan to the crowd while they, uh, or pan to the, the, um, 
audience or whatever while they were asking a question to you know the city hall but instead it was real clips of like real people at real city hall meetings just going this is a pandemic and you know it the government knows it and you're all keeping it hidden and like it would and then it cuts back to like Leslie Nope and they're all just like oh my fucking god <laughs> and like it cut and then it like cuts this one lady and she's just like talking about how like God's making sure that this virus kills all the bad people. And like, it's just like the most whack shit. And it looks like a Parks and Rec episode. But Pandemic? It's- jail. <laughs> Pandemic? <laughs> jail. <laughs> oh my God. That shit is directly to jail. <laughs> that shit is Directly bonkers. to jail. That shit is bonkers. Do you have a dental appointment and you, clo- <laughs> and you cancel too early? You go to jail. <laughs> you know what's funny about that pandemic video like i didn't watch it but like there was a i didn't watch it either there was I, a I was screenshot that my buddy took he was like look at this how credible can this can this be um it was a screenshot of it had the, the guy who made it or whatever and it's, it said it's his lady. name and underneath it it said filmmaker but filmmaker was spelled wrong oh they spelled it with one m so it was it was a filmmaker, 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 and I'm like, you can't even spell what you're, what you are. <laughs> so, <laughs> fucking, we are we are credible American <laughs> film company. <laughs> I am American filmmaker. <laughs> number two, Borat. I, I spell it right. Yes, yes, dude. Borat number two is coming out. When? In like I have two no weeks idea. Or something I, like that. Like, I, I, I didn't know oh, that he crashed no. CPAC until seeing that. <laughs> Until seeing that trailer. I keep seeing, but like all throughout like the internet, all throughout the internet, I keep seeing uh, just different, like he like surfaces every now and then. And they're saying, and he's always like doing some weird wild shit. Like, I don't know if you guys remember back in like, uh, this had to have been either last year or when things were still open because, or maybe it was over the summer. It was very, it was definitely recently. And it was Sasha Baron Cohen and he's dressed up. In a uh, cowboy's outfit, and he's like got a chubby fat suit on, and he's like singing. He's like a part of this. He hired this band, and he's like this cut. He's at this like carnival, and there's like probably twenty people, and it's like or it's a like a right wing rally, like a MAGA rally or something yeah, like yeah. that. And he's just singing these horrible fucking lyrics, like re- like. Like, if your skin is brown, kill him, shoot him down. Like, really <laughs> yeah. bad lyrics. And, like, del- and like, and people are getting into it. Yeah. So, like, that's what he does, right? Like, he he deliberately, like, crosses that line and, like, acts like them. Like, or not really acts like them, but, like, in, he, like, a satirical he, he way. He people. brings out their, yes. their yeah. shittiness. Yes. Just by, like, doing shit like that. And, like, he would... <laughs> Dude, it's, it's like a 15 minute long video. You'll have to link yeah. to this. It's, it was circulating around on, uh, he eventually gets shut down. Like he, he like carries, he keeps it going until like, he just like <laughs> progressively says more horrible shit until everyone is like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so he gets, the sound guy has to turn the sound off, but maybe that's a part of, Borat too, and they were just filming it. So that's what I maybe yeah was saying is that like over the last like two years, I've seen him just like crop up randomly doing weird shit like that for no reason. Yeah, so maybe it was all for filming of Borat too. Yeah, I mean he just he he seems to just like bring out 
he he gets these people to show their shitty side. Their true colors. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's so many times in the original movie, and the original movie was what like 2007. Dude, or it, like it that? was it was a hot. Jamie, can we pull that up? No, uh, we, we, we were okay. in. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, 2000, yeah, it was 2006. <sighs> was it? Yeah, it, it had to have been. It was, yeah, it was. Yeah, but we were 17. We were able to go see it. I can't without believe it's been in. that long already. Because I went and saw it opening weekend, and it was jam fucking packed in there. And my friend group had to like split up, and like two two of us sat here, two of us sat there, and it was just like oh yeah, to it this was crazy. day, yeah, it was probably like late 2006 then. Because speaking of Borat, my brother almost only talks in a Borat for voice, even at Christmas. I'm yeah. not kidding. <laughs> my name is Borat. He knows all of the... Hello, mom and dad. Merry Christmas. Yeah. You'll never get this. I bring you tidings. I feel like I, I have something. How much? <laughs> I, <laughs> hey, how much? How much? Very nice. You just like say... <laughs> says Borat quotes, but just with like he not a Borat like, accent. Oh, hard to, very nice. So do you like throw the Jew in the well? I come to America. Oh hey, she's number like one that. prostitute, you, you, okay? You throw the Jew in the well. I think now is probably a very good time to tell the room that uh, I think I've definitely said it on this podcast before. I have a legit movie quality, authentic Borat Green Man thong in my dresser right now. And you're not wearing it, why? Or is, it, or, question, Kevin. or is it under your clothes right now? Then we just. <laughs> what if I just like explode? My clothes just catch on fire, and it's just that. Or you just, just you just like flex real hard, and you just, just bust out of them like the Incredible Hulk. It all just tears away. Like, I shit my pants seconds. at the same time. That's the problem. Is that like, I'm like damn? I got these tear away clothes, but every time I flex and bust out, I immediately shit my pants. <laughs> Weird flex, but okay. Yeah, you got you got to take the good with the bad, you know. <laughs> oh, what have you guys been doing during COVID though, man? Other than talking about fucking Borat too, with me. Basically, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. End of the show. Well, no, you guys released <laughs> you guys released a brand new record. Yeah, brand spanking new. We, it's still shiny. It's so brand good. new. It is so good. I don't mean to totally Yikes. just like stroke your ego here, but it is. Oh, it is so stroked. It is. <laughs> Consider us stroked. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna keep stroking too, because it's amazing. Thank you, sir. Yeah, very, very well done, guys. It's fun. How's the? Uh, how's my mama hung shelves to it yesterday? What? It's, it's that fun. <laughs> it's it's that. Show your grandparents. They're gonna fucking love it. She got those shelves up quick. <clears throat> Guardrail trends very well. Yeah, with know, right. Got like a seventeen minute small play time. shelves. <laughs> yeah. Shit. It's uh. It's been a crazy journey because we recorded this thing almost a year ago now. Yeah. Because it was end of October when we finally, we actually recorded it. And then <clears throat> we were like, we had plans to put it out ourselves in like April. Um, we had some shows planned around then. And then in March, the pandy started. And then luckily though, shortly after the whole like quarantine shit, was happening is when we got linked up with Open Your Ears Records. So that's what I was going to ask. Is like, did you guys have that kind of figured out before everything took shit, or was that all? No, like, it was after. Immediately after, like a week or two after. Yep. Lockdown. Yeah, because we <clears throat> so we we had an Indiegogo campaign to raise money for the for the record, and when uh, we, you know one of the things before that was when we have our first like mix and everything ready. Like everyone who contributed gets a first listen. So we 
had that and we sent it to everybody. It was like end of March. Um, just like it's like a PR press ad, just like a press kit, just blasted that out to a bunch of. We, we just mm. we sent it to everyone just who MP3s. contributed to the to the Indigo. We just had like a Dropbox link, like here you can listen to the record right now. Okay, um, before yeah. everyone else does, because you guys gave us money. So we did that, and then uh, one of the guys that contributed, Neil, works with Open Years Records. So he hit me up and was like. Hey, do you mind if I send this over to the label I work with? And I was like, Adah. no. Uh, <laughs> go, so, go ahead. <laughs> like, absolutely not. How dare you? But uh, I was like, we're yeah, diet punks. We don't sell out. Get the shit out of this fucking. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want your money. <laughs> I, sp- <laughs> I spin an envelope and mail it to him. Um, but yeah, so so we got linked up with them that way, and you know, we, we were just kind of in talks with them for a bit, and you know the. Uh, you know, they were just like, you know, why would you mind maybe holding off on putting this out and kind of, you know, keep keep uh, in contact with us and everything, and we'll we'll try and figure some shit out. And we're like, yeah, because at that point it was still like end of March, everything was all still so like uncertain. We were trying like, to flatten I, the curve. Uh, yeah, happy which, six month anniversary. We did <laughs> two weeks. It'll be gone by April. Um, just like a miracle, you know. It'll be, it'll, it'll just disappear. Side note, I love how there there is like one of those press conferences or whatever. And uh what's the the president's like press secretary or whatever now? Yeah, they're just like the girl um, the, the so, lady. Yeah, they're like so Trump said that this would just uh, disappear one day and she's like that is true. It will disappear one day. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Holy <laughs> shit. Is that really your response? Yeah. <laughs> like that's really your someday. <laughs> yeah, she, it's just a book of responses. She's like, "Come on, come on!" Ah, oh, that's the, there we go. And the whole every page just says, does not compute. It's just, it'll go away one day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Trump wrote the binder himself, so it's all in cram. Stick to the script. <laughs> letters are backwards and shit. It'll go away someday. Half of them are just in pictures, like fucking Charlie Kelly or some well, shit. Uh, fingers crossed. He's still in the hospital. Ah, yeah. Well, yeah. He comes out just like literal Hulk. <laughs> like they, oh he's just a Frankenstein person. They've just made him stronger. <laughs> They've just been doing experiments on him <laughs> right now. Yeah. I have a feeling nothing's going to work unless they just throw quarter pounders in his face. <laughs> or he comes that's out his, like, that's his power. he like dies but they can't tell us. So it's like some other guy, but everyone's like, no, that's Donald Trump. And we're like, no, it's not. This guy's like young and has br- black hair. And they're like, <laughs> no, that's year Donald old, Trump. Like, Italian guy. Where have you been? Like, hey, oh, I'm they bring, Trump. They bring hey, I'm back. Donald and I'm dead. <laughs> it's just like his son. He's like, <laughs> the coronavirus made me younger. Exactly, it made me younger. Uh, let's feed into this uh, this conspiracy, though. No, nope, here we go. Uh, people are well. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't actually have it, and they're just blowing this up now to get sympathy from people. Since I thought he about was this so as well. Terrible. I thought about yeah, this as well. He was so bad at the debates, but like that- he didn't think so, and his fans didn't think so. That's what well, That's when, true. You're, when you're a malignant <laughs> narcissist, you can do no wrong in your own eyes. No, he was the being tough. that he went to the hospital though. <laughs> I don't know. Man. Well, tells me that it was like, all right, because if he just said I have COVID and that was it, I was also surprised that he was the one to announce it. I, yeah, for real, I'm surprised it like, didn't like pop I was out like, before sure that. Sure, there would be like a cover, even up. though it was like a oh, tweet no, at one a.m. It was why? still like. <laughs> 
No, I haven't watched anything or read. Or let's 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 throw out another conspiracy because oh, I thought of this as well. He started it. Kevin started this shit. I just thought something was funny. <laughs> <laughs> but I think perhaps it's really it's, it's more silly. But perhaps he's going to come out after this and go. Nobody knows COVID like me. Oh yeah, definitely. And then he's going to say, "See, it's not that big a deal." And then we're all going to open back up, and he's like, "Cause I beat it. I'm tremendous. Seriously, fucking look at me." Oh, they that probably will. Honestly, happen. my grandmother in her late 80s got it, and she had mild symptoms, and she was fine. So, like. Honestly, um, it's it's all it depends on the person. Not really everyone does. who's old is gonna, gonna die. You got the herd mentality. Herd mentality. Herd mentality. Yeah, we're yes, fucked. If we all just think together, it will go away. <laughs> the the we make our, activate. We make our foreheads touch. <laughs> the brain power will flow Everybody a lot better. Touch foreheads together. <laughs> that Quick. won't spread it. It'll Get just be room. Imagine cough into my brain. Cough your smartness into my brain. Imagine, though, a normal 74-year-old man who's a fat ass, like <laughs> Trump, ob- obese. He's, he he's going down. After this. Yeah, but most like of his, those obese guys don't have a gazillion dollars exactly. to just throw at medical care. Yeah. Mm. A, norm, Antibody a normal cocktail. obese old man is not going to get flown to... Look, one of the top hospitals. Week one, he's fucked. He's going to cough and trip down the stairs, and that's how he dies, and they're going to go. Oh, no. <laughs> he also had COVID, but he is a crumpled, chubby, fat heap at the bottom of the stairs. <laughs> he's just a also. puddle of smashed apples at the yeah. bottom of the stairs. <laughs> smashed apples at the bottom of the stairs. He's all, he's all kinds of fucked up. If someone... You just put a bag of McDonald's at the bottom of the like, stairs, and he's he's going to sprint now. Give me tremendous, Bing Bong, Bing Bong. Oh! But that's a COVID death. He doesn't yeah, understand. That it would be a COVID nineteen that they would go. Okay, well he died of COVID. Are you sure? Because it looks like he died. <laughs> <laughs> looks like his back got kicked through his chest. Uh, I don't know if he died COVID. from COVID. COVID will do that, man. It's yeah. the, the virus has evolved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> spinal column spells out his name, dude. In the last six My months. My spine already <laughs> looks like it got kicked in, so I'm I think I'm immune <laughs> to the new strand. That's okay. They're just gonna add that to the list of symptoms. <laughs> Being yeah. kicked down the stairs. Applesauce. <laughs> what the fuck were we talking about before this? Your music, that's right. Yeah. Oh yes. You guys are a band. Oh yeah, oh, we're in a band. <laughs> Here we are. So, okay, so going back to, you know, what, what I was saying before, if I remember correctly. The Indiegogo. Um, yeah, so, so, we, so the label guy, um, you know, the, the, the label hit us up. We were in communications with them and, you know, they're t- typically like, okay, we, we, we try with, with the uh, artists we've signed so far. You know, we, we like to see them live too, so we can get the whole package, meet you guys, all that stuff. Um, but everything is up in the air right now so we'll just we'll see what's up and then a couple weeks went by things were not getting better it wasn't disappearing like a miracle um so they're just like do you have any videos that you guys playing live at least or something because <laughs> they, they really <laughs> liked our record and um and everybody says you suck so <laughs> yeah, well, why, um, yeah why are there so many hashtags that say I'm so yeah. Why do all of you think that you? We really liked the music, but yeah. So (laughs) everybody. So I was like, all right. So we just scrounged up every video that was like worth sending over. I compiled it into like a half hour long video, 
and just sent it over to them and and uh they, they liked what they saw clearly we didn't suck that much and uh you know now several months later here we are and we got a record out with them so it worked out and I wish we could go play shows because I want to go play these fucking songs because right. before this, the only songs we played live were uh, Anyways because we we were playing that song back like last summer because that's about when we wrote that one. So we were playing, we were playing Anyway and then the last couple of shows that we played, we, we, we did uh, Belly Up, the really short song. And one of the That's like, a good one. two or three times we played it, I fucked up the I words like entirely. So I was like, well, there's no coming back from this. It's almost over already. So yeah. I just I just like, ah, okay. But um, but yeah, we hadn't gotten a chance to like actually play the single yet or because we didn't even know what, what the single was going to be yet at that time, you know. And, but you had it all written. Um, yeah, I mean, everything, everything was, you know, by, by the time we... We how do you guys this- choose that, like, as a band, like, you personally? Like, how do you guys choose, like, this is for sure the single? Well, see... The- oh, we, like, didn't... Can you just, like, feel it out? Like, you're like, ah, oh, yeah. It was it. hard people, I mean, people throw songs at us. Like, mm-hmm. make this the single, make this the single, so... Yeah, we, we kind of, like... When we write our shit, like, I, we try to make every song as catchy and, you know, infectious as we possibly can. Um, you know, being... A lot of our favorite bands are like, you know, Blink-182 and some 41 and stuff. Like, every song that they have is, like, catchy as hell. You yeah. know, you look at Enema of the State, it's like pretty much any of those songs could have been a single, you know? And maybe except the party song, because that song's two minutes and he talks really fast about some very misogynistic things. But <laughs> other than that, every other song on the record, like, could have been a, on the radio. It was, like, it, that good. So that's, that's kind of the goal that we try to do is, like, you know, we want we want every song to like get in people's heads and stuff and um and we try to do this this way too when you're watching us live it's like you remember our songs more because you know a lot of these bands that are the kind of new school pop punk kind of stuff that's more like emo pop punk a lot of them aren't as catchy like they're um, amazing they're great bands but like I don't, I don't walk away from like a Touche Amore show going like, oh yeah, I love this song and this song. It, I just went Touche Amore was pretty good tonight, but you know, uh, and again, again, nothing on them. I was just listening to them last night, but uh, <laughs> but you know, that's what we try to do. So when we, were, we came down to like picking a single, we're like, the fuck do we even do? I think we just we picked this one because it had. Uh, it was the song Till We're Dead, and it was a song that kind of went through the biggest journey while writing it. Um, and it was it was the most, like, unique, I think, song that we've ever put out. So we kind of just rolled with that one. We thought that would be a good a good one to get people interested. Yeah. So I think at first, since we had anyway finished first, we were, I think, all set on just having that as a single and then as we were recording we <laughs> we were so stumped on what song to put out because we love them all and we're like any one of these could have worked i'm curious about uh shipwrecked what did, did you guys write that in the studio that's my favorite fucking song it's a record. good one i love that song we um so so when we went into the studio we were we were there for about a week um the songs were all Pretty much, I would say pretty much written. I was going to ask, um, like, when you guys go into the studio, do you guys go in with like ideas or are you going with full compositions? Full so, compositions. 
kind of kind of as we could. Yeah, this this time around, um, we went to Nick Diener to do our last two standalone singles that we put out, Jane and Screaming Bloody Mary. But we only had two days with him to do those, so we you know, had those done. We didn't have any time to really sit and think and work on them while we were there. Um, I think the only thing was Ken wrote some leads while we were there. And that was pretty much the only writing for, we, for this, for, for Jane and screaming Bloody Mary. Oh. Um, so this was, this was two Octobers ago was when we did that. Um, so we, we had these all demoed out, fleshed out, written lyrics, all written, everything like that. Um, so we just, sent those to Nick and be like, these are the songs that we're recording. And then we went there and properly recorded them. And that was, that was it. But like this time around, we were actually writing a record. So we actually, the songs for the most part, musically were written. Um, lyrically, uh, two of the songs didn't have all the lyrics yet, or two of them didn't have hardly any lyrics. Uh, one of them had about half. Uh, yeah, Yikes came through like the night before. Yeah. That Dude, I've been lyrics. there, man. I've, really? totally, I've totally been there where you're just like, fuck, man, it's crunch time. Yeah, we had such high expectations for that song. We were like, we needed to be like, everyone feels loved. Yeah. But how do you do that? Yeah. Yeah, we... we so the, the songs going into the studio really didn't have a chorus... Vocally yet it, I had some melodies That I wrote Where, where I was just going Something something Yeah um, that, that was how Because I'd have some I'd have some Vocal melodies in my head And be like Alright I think This is how I want it to go But I don't have Words for it yet So like we had Verses written out We had uh, the You know the bridge And stuff like that But we didn't have A chorus written uh, Fully lyrically yet So Like there was that one Anyway it had been done For quite some time Because we've been Playing that one live And stuff Shipwrecked I had all the lyrics Done for Going into it Uh, Same with Belly Up Till We're Dead Had pretty much nothing I think I had a verse One of the verses written And that was it Um, And then Yikes I didn't have Anything for No melodies or anything Um, I kind of took that As like a Kind of an exercise, yeah. I guess, to be like, all right, so we're going to be up in middle of fucking nowhere, Michigan. I, I can at least get in a better mindset because I don't have all these distractions. I don't have work. I don't have... The studio's at Nick's house, right? Like, he doesn't have to... Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like basement. in his basement. Yeah. So well, we, we stayed in an Airbnb about 20, 30 minutes away from his place. So we're like, all right, cool. We're in this house. Um, you know, we could seclude ourselves to a room if we, if we needed to um, and just try and hash some stuff out. So... Um, you asked uh, specifically about shipwreck like that. That one was lyrically written. Um, I just I, I had ideas flowing in my head one day, and I was just like, I, I just sat in my bedroom and just typed out mm-hmm. lyrics and just kept listening to the instrumental track like demo over and over again. And um, yeah, we were sitting on that song for a few years, actually. At least the the intro verse chorus. Yeah, it was, it was an like, idea that you wrote a couple years ago, and then and we, we just we oh, never so that's old. It. We yeah, we can never f- figure out how to put, like finish it up. Mm-hmm. And then we, I, th- I think we kept trying to throw in different bridge sections. And we're like, what if we bring it down to that probably the nicest sounding part of the EP? 
Yeah, it's like the storm cleared for just a second. And then you bring it back. A moment of clarity. What alcoholics call a moment of clarity. (laughs) (laughs) I'll drink to that. Yeah, hey, man, brother. How about it? When it comes back in with that breakdown, I think we were all definitely thinking we need someone else to... We need to change the tone. Yeah, come back singing on this part. Yeah, yeah, because we've we've always been a band that tries to uh, have vocal features, and our first two EPs have just been, like, our friends that are in other local bands. We had, like, three vocal features on the first record and four on the second one. And, like, the the first one, um, two of those vocal features were, like, background vocals or whatnot. Um, The only, like main vocal vocal feature that we had was our boy Jacques uh, and that was like our first single as a band is that a, so you say his name Jacques it's not like Jack no I mean it's I, I, th- I think his name's Jake but it's like his his persona is he's, he's Jacques okay because okay. I had him on the he podcast Jake, he's Jacques dude he's less than Jacques I had he's less than Jacques <laughs> I had him on the podcast uh, right before shutdown actually I think he was actually the last yeah yeah person that I had on the podcast before all of the quarantines. Yeah, he he played bass for us at our first show. Cause our, our very first show ever, um, we didn't have a bass player. Because we had a guy who was going to play bass, and he showed up to one practice and didn't know what the fuck he was doing, and then just never showed up again. We are like, hey, so I hit him up. He's a good friend of ours still to this day, but it was a guy that we went, Ken and I went to elementary school with. Um, I just hit him up. I'm like, hey, so... We have our first show in a month, and uh, you've only been to one practice. Um, I think it's safe to say that uh, you're out. Yeah, he's like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that makes but he still like come out to shows when he could. You know, he's a he's a nurse, so he's oh. he's he's busy a lot. He works yeah. a lot of night shifts and shit, so he, he he doesn't come out a lot. A lot of times when he does come out to a party or something, he doesn't show up until like one in the morning. Half um, the people are gone or blacked the fuck out at that. Yeah, point. Yeah, and then he'll grab a guitar and be like. You guys, I'm gonna play songs. We're like, no. Are you guys talking about Jesse? Don't be that yeah, guy. Jesse. Don't yes. Be that. <laughs> yeah, Jesse's dope. Yeah, I love the kid. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, I did not know this story. Yeah, he used to have. He has a septum pierce, right? And he used to have this yeah. septum piercing, uh, like earring that looked like a mustache. <laughs> so, <laughs> really? Like a curled mustache. Yeah. So he has a little mustache. Like bullring in his nose. That came how out. big was this? It was, it was very small. It was just like a line that kind of just curled, like a little mustache. It went like up. It into was his, hilarious. It wasn't didn't have hair on it or anything like that. But it was just it was just in the shape of like a little. Dude, that's <laughs> hilarious. It's it the is. coolest thing ever. He also has a tattoo of like the pot, like Simba, the, the Simba paw print on his chest over his heart. It's dope. Yeah. He has a whole he has a whole uh, tattoo sleeve of like Pokemon too. Sounds like a very interesting character. He's awesome. He's really good at beatboxing. <laughs> very interesting. Speaking of members of Guardrail, there's like a g- weird ghost fifth that is Zach. We don't He's speak here. about him. We don't yeah, speak about it's him. It's like don't Voldemort. He's he hanging speaks, out with Ghost Joe right he now. Speaks to us, <laughs> They're though. fighting for dominance in the house of which <laughs> of which ghost. That's why it keeps feeling so cold in here all of a sudden. <laughs> They're just beating the shit out of each other. If we need <laughs> in and around our bodies right now, if we practice or need to play a show, we have to say his name three times. Yeah, and then they'll have to look up. in a mirror and say Zach Braim, Zach Braim, Zach Braim, and then he's like, "Hello." Hey, it didn't work that time. Well, I wasn't looking at a mirror. Yeah. Oh, okay. And we all have to do <laughs> it. Damn it, Ken. That could be a mirror. There's no pentagram. If you look in anything but a mirror, but it has a reflection, he appears like in the wall or something because you did it wrong. <laughs> so like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And his like arms are switched with his legs. 
It's, it's like Harry Potter gets spliffed if he tries to apparate <laughs> improperly. <laughs> yeah, if you're looking so- for the restroom, it's right there. No, yeah, you're good. <laughs> so, so, uh, yeah, Zach, we we just we're in need of another guitarist because um, our. Oh, why I just said restroom? It's bathroom. I'm not a sociopath. It's I like, bathroom. I have a little Dan Coke bit where he's just like, "Is it? What do they call that? Does everyone just in there resting? Just like." <sighs> I think they used to. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, not in a public one. Usually, I hope my bathroom's not a public bathroom. Fucking neighbors come in like those fucking sheep are like scared me. You just hear the shower running. Who's in there, Matt? Sorry, Uh, I would probably move if I found a sheep. Just this is like better. He's like he's he's like shaving himself and open the door. He's like what? (laughs) This is a public restroom. He's he's acting just all indignant. Like I'm the asshole. (laughs) I'm sorry, sir. Jesus Christ. How about putting like a do not disturb? What the fuck? Anyway. So, so anywho, uh, <laughs> yeah. this ghost guy we have, uh, Zach, he uh, he plays in this rad band called The Linden Method, and uh, he plays bass in that band. He's a really good guitar player. We had him fill in on a show once, and uh, and our, our old guitarist had quit. Um, so we were just like, do you want to just fill in for us for a bit until we find someone else? And he was like, yeah. And that was like two years ago. And so you just, we just kind of have to Hangs run. Because we are just like, you know what? This dynamic's kind of working. Like the four of us are the main four in the band. And he, we propositioned him several times. Um, for sex. Yeah, <laughs> for, for sex. That, that's why he won't stay. As I was coming out of my mouth, I'm like, this male is like male. his relationship sex only. So. Yeah, yeah dude. So when we get paid out at the end of the night, we just pay you in... Sex. We put we put the rail in guardrail. <laughs> yeah, brother. Uh, Railers. Yeah. Um, oh no. A fucking railer. I hardly know her. Uh, I so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we we asked him a, a bunch of times, like, can you just be in our band? And he's like, I don't know, because he's he's more invested in the London method. That's more his his little love child, and he he's written a lot. It's more his speed. They're very like. You know, kind of no effects, Lawrence Arms kind of, you know, style of music. That's more his thing. But he loves playing our songs. He loves us, and he's like, I mean, I'll play shows for you as long as as long as you guys will have me. And we're just like, fuck it, let's just that'll be forever. Have a live guy, and he's a he's a good fucking musician, and he picks shit up super fast. He looks really natural with you guys on stage. Like he looks like he's one of you guys. Yeah, Yeah. he totally is. One of us. (laughs) Like, yeah. (laughs) He is literally just like our unofficial fifth fifth diapunk family member because he's just, he's there all the time. We we invite him to shit. I mean, we did our little, uh, like virtual happy hour thing for our, uh, on our release day because we couldn't play a release show. So we're just like, fuck it, let's, we all went to Doug's place and, just sat on Facebook Live for an yeah. hour and a half or Made so. Made jokes we at the comment section for an hour and a half. It was great. It While was... we were like a minute behind. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So like making really delayed jokes to the comment <laughs> section. Talk, bring it like right there. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Right in your mouth. That way I right in you. your mouth. That way I Further. get you. Just swallow yeah. it, honestly. Just talk Further. with it in the back of your, oh. back of your throat. Chris used to do this thing and I'll never forget. I never noticed him do it live. Like you guys ever, when you're playing, like do any of you guys get kind of tunnel vision sometime to where like if any of anyone else in the band does something, like you probably won't notice it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
So like I, I get that way. So Chris used to do this live all the time when we were known by numbers and he would literally put his microphone. Thank God he didn't do this with any other microphone. Otherwise COVID might've got a kickstart three years early, but fucking, <laughs> but fucking he would take the microphone and just like, if he had like to do like a held out scream, he would like put it in his mouth and do it. And I, oh my God. and I only saw that. So I see that one day in a picture from like our first tour like years ago and I see this and I go Chris how often were you doing this and he's like oh I did that like four or five times I'm like why <laughs> he's, he said he just saw someone do it one time he said it looked cool oh my god I saw this band a while back probably like 2011 or 2010 um, this band called Fair to Midland and their singer like I saw them over for the damn things and mainly in the Sons of Disaster and um, that band, the curtain opened. They didn't talk to the crowd or anything. They didn't say who they were. The curtain opens at the House of Blues and they just did their thing. And their singer was like, he looked like he was possessed or some shit. Like the whole time he's just shaking his body around. He's singing, nailing all the notes, doing these crazy screams. He kept putting the whole microphone into his mouth and just screeching. And I'm like, this is <laughs> fucking insane. <laughs> and then uh, at the end of their... At the end of their set, the guy was still like in that like character like or whatever the fuck. Bird. He like walks over to the keyboard stand and starts like gnawing on the end of the keyboard stand. And then he picked up the hi-hat on the hi-hat stand and carried that off stage. And that was the last we saw of him. <laughs> and we see that everyone else is like loading. And they didn't say, hey, we're fair to Midland. Nothing like that. It was like, it was such a weird, we we're like, this band's fucking wild. That- <laughs> that sounds like their vocalist died, but they replaced him with like a robot replica of him. And then, <laughs> like as the set went on, he just progressively like he malfunctioned. Malfunctioned <laughs> till the end. He's just like, like and just like leaves the fucking stage. A robot with that drank alcohol, thinking it would work like humans. Yeah, yeah, He's it's just, just like, poisoning him. Kind yeah. of weekend at Bernie's. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's like a. a up on like a rafter above like puppeteer. He just, just fucking he just fell on the keyboard stand. <laughs> oh my god, I have the funniest robot malfunction story. So I was <laughs> I was my, at my personal robot malfunction one time. <laughs> no, no, so so I was at uh 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 uh, uh Disney World back in fucking I don't know. I, I was like 20. So mm-hmm. 11 years ago now. Um mold we're at the Hall of Presidents. And we we're watching that whole, that whole thing, right? And they got yeah. they got robots for every fucking, you know, president <laughs> and all that shit. And they had these little like presentations where like they had certain presidents like stand up. It was this animatronic president, and there's a recorded speech, and it was like it was talking, <laughs> and it came time for Abe Lincoln's. <laughs> And the curtain opens, they're like, you know. I don't know why I'm laughing at this prematurely. <laughs> they're like, here's a speech from Abraham Lincoln. And the curtain opens and it kind of, it, it goes forward a little bit. And uh, he's sitting in a chair and he's like about to stand up and like say the Gettysburg Address or something. And instead of standing up, I don't think the legs worked and his whole body just flew backwards. <laughs> and immediately the lights went on. They're like, we're sorry, we're having technical difficulties. If you would like to exit this. I was like, what the fuck just happened? He rockets that- himself to the back. <laughs> Isn't that how it happened? It was literally, he was so sitting there more. and he just went like, Psh. it just was all of a sudden like laid out flat. 
<laughs> I think the chair probably broke. Like it was just like wham, and then oh, like sorry about a that. Folks. Second goes by, and then the lights go on, and they're like. We're sorry, folks. We're experiencing technical difficulties, and my brother and I are just like sobbing, laughing. <laughs> We're just like, what the fuck? We're like, oh my god. We thought there was like an animatronic John Wilkes Booth in there too, or something like that. We thought maybe that was what they're about to. I don't know. <laughs> He's about to speak. <laughs> <laughs> the robot head just explodes, and there's like children in the front seat, like it's a Gallagher show with fucking ponchos. And the narrator's just like, and that's how it really happened. <laughs> they just move on to the next president. Oh fuck! Jesus! Yeah, I never. So thought this is what I'd... you guys have been doing during COVID. <laughs> YouTube, yeah. YouTube. Yeah, shit. It's been a COVID's been a. Do weird you, any time, of you yeah. guys watch the Big Money Salvia videos? It's internet content etiquette. No. Oh, they're so good. I've never even heard of them. What? Yeah, what? We, we right, I'm glad I'm not the them. only one. She said that like everyone in here was going to be like, oh yeah, totally. I thought that, I don't know, my boyfriend's been watching them and then I got into it because they're just ridiculous jokes. I mean, how do I explain it? He just comments ridiculous comments on YouTube videos, but he also has like character skits in between him doing <laughs> that. And I don't know, it's good. I thought more people would know it. Yes, you guys suck. Damn. <laughs> Just kidding. Nice one, Alyssa. Fuck, dude. Real nice. Real nice. I was totally going to... Real- oh, I know what I wanted to tell you. And I definitely wanted to tell you before I forget. Uh, because I was listening... So the other day, I-, I was on my way to work. And I-, I don't know if any of you guys know. I'm sure you probably do. One of my favorite comedians is Kyle Kinane. Oh, yeah. And I, was- I fucking love Kyle Kinane. So I was listening to Kyle Kinane on my way to work. And then on my way home, I was listening to your record. And I literally finished your record. And I'm pretty sure it's the song, Really, Uh that uh, I was like, this song would play if there were music to Kyle Kinane's life. Like his average everyday life, like just so many of the stories that he's t- that he tells about being like a thirty year, like a thirty forty year old skateboarder still wearing Chuck Taylors, thinking yeah. he's still young and shit. I love that bit <laughs> on his new album where he's just like, "I am forty two years old and my name is Kyle." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Kyles aren't supposed to live longer than like 30. Like no one's like, "Oh, we're going over to Grandpa Kyle's." That's just, that's just no one's ever said that. <laughs> Oh my god, I love Kyle Kinane. I, I totally can see that because he's literally like the type of person that our record is about, just the aging punk rocker. That's that the- like is still trying to like hang, but is also like just disappointed in how everything is. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, so I needed to yeah. tell I was like, I'm totally gonna forget this, and then they're gonna leave and I'm gonna go. Now our friendship can't continue because I didn't. I wasn't able to. <laughs> I wasn't able to. Oh no, dude! I love Kyle Kinane. I I saw him. Uh, I want to say it was like last summer. He was on. He did a couple of shows with Burt Kreischer and uh, Nate Bargatze and um, Sal from Impractical Jokers. Yeah. So I, I got to see that at the Chicago Theater. It was Damn, that's pretty, insane. That's pretty rad. <laughs> it was so funny. That dude's insane. Kyle Kinane's Chicago homeboy. Yeah. Chicago local grown boy. Local grown boy. Jesus. That sounds way worse when you say it again like that. Grown boy. Someone the other day said that I talk like Hulk Hogan, and she said she couldn't stop looking at me because I kept like doing this, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know about that, dude. 
So what else are you guys doing? <laughs> I love this is just like this should be the name of this episode. So, so what, what else, else are you guys doing? doing? Well, just because like there's there's nothing going on right now. Like like we were talking about before is the uh, the drive-in shows, which I know you you were oh, saying yeah, we're you gonna were, go to one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Newfound Glory is doing. Yeah, one we were talking about this before you guys got here. That's right. Yeah, yeah. We did an entire podcast before you guys even showed up. Great. Oh, Cassie's on it. This one's a twofer. <laughs> she fucking narrates the whole thing. <laughs> that would she be amazing. That, bro. She does a really good Morgan Freeman. Oh my gosh, I would totally listen to like a. And now the podcast. What's has it called begun. when the director does the like over the movie thing? What's that called? Oh, the commentary. Yeah, Kathy commentary on this podcast. <laughs> I would super oh listen God. to that. Which it, it, it would be a tr- an entire track of her just going like, "What the hell is Kevin talking about?" <laughs> I don't know who this. Baby Why am I here? This is the point where I switched from crisscross applesauce to mashed apples. (laughs) (laughs) A puddle of mashed apples. That's what this episode will be called: a puddle of mashed apples. (laughs) Episode twenty-eight: a puddle of mashed apples. That's a puddle of mud to change their name to. God. Pretty much, yeah. At at this point, at the the end of mashed, it'll be two D's. What would the cover of mud cover band? Called cover. Cover of mud? (laughs) What was that? Oh, cover of mud. But no, they're called Puddle of Mashed Apples. Muddle of Pud. Damn, I do that all the time. (laughs) Not the question. I I love just switching the first letters of words around. And actually, I did that to my mom. Uh, I was over there and I did that, which actually is basically like a form of like pig Latin. And (laughs) kind of, yeah. So my mom goes, my mom goes, uh, uh, like I said, like a full sentence, I just rattled it off. Obviously, I had to think about it first, but I said that. My my sister goes, why do you do that? And I'm just like, I don't know. And she's like, what language is that? And I was like, pig Latin. She goes, who speaks that? And I just go, the devil. <laughs> <laughs> I like that that was her reaction. Why do you do that? Because <laughs> I do it all the time. <laughs> it's, uh, I think uh, it's become the, the catchphrase of, me and my girlfriend's relationship is her just going, why are you like this? <laughs> why do you do these things? <laughs> like, anyway. Because I'm fun. You guys, you're in a band. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah no, it's... what I wanted to ask uh, is, uh, like, what are you, I mean, what are you guys doing now? Like, because like, I'm kind of curious, because I haven't seen anybody. Like, yeah. I've, I've just started recently doing these podcasts back uh with like face to face because I've been doing them over the phone. So like I've had like people from like California and uh, South Carolina and shit and we do it over the phone, but like I don't know them personally. Like I, I haven't seen any music friends face to face in a hot minute. Yeah, so I'm curious to know weird. what everyone, like uh, McKenna had told me that the other day, so I did them last weekend uh-huh. uh, and they had only seen each other like three days prior to that. Other than that, sorry, I get the beer burps. Other, other <laughs> than yeah. that, Hot. They hadn't seen each other since uh, like early March, and yeah. they haven't been practicing. So, are you guys still practicing? Are you guys still? We really haven't. We've had one rehearsal since March. Like, no shit. And we only did it because uh, the Sunday after our record came out, so a, a week ago today, actually, we did like this Instagram live thing for um, the Alt Club, which mm-hmm. is this uh, website blog, whatever you want to call it, that's based in the UK. So it was funny because we were doing it at 8 p.m. our time, but it was like 2 a.m. UK time. So like, yeah, we were, it was funny because we were supposed to log into their account to do it through their account on Instagram. But 
it was like a suspicious login attempt because we're in Chicago and they're in London. Yeah. So and they're all what sleeping. the fuck is this? Yeah, so we were just kind of sitting there waiting for because they did say in a message like, "Yo, we're gonna like wake up to watch your thing because we want to see you guys." And we're like, "Cool." So we were just kind of waiting for them to wake up, <laughs> and like eight o'clock rolls around. We're like, "Okay, waiting." And then. Uh, 805 or so they finally were like oh hey here's the code that they sent us you know you can log in now it's cool so that we were able to do it but um that was it and since it was uh, instagram live we're doing it at a a room at the music garage and like it's the same one that i've been in right no, no, no. We uh, we actually moved out of that practice oh, space. Yeah, we don't even because, have our practice space anymore. Because remember, I think anymore. the last time I had you guys on the podcast, I'm pretty sure the last time I had you guys on the podcast, you guys are one of the biggest Two repeat times. offenders. The, yeah. <laughs> well, the first well, time- You were getting lit with a- You had like a whole bottle of wine to yourself. I know. It was great. Yeah. I was so excited <laughs> to listen to that episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, because we went out to your practice space to do it first. And that's and then- when it like all failed and I couldn't- yeah. Technical difficulties. Oh, yeah. Fucking, it's Ken's fault. Um, because he, right, yeah, he wasn't. Because he wasn't there. Maybe is, if Ken was there, this is. We should probably <laughs> give. The, we, we should probably give some context, like an hour in, and just say that uh, this is the first time Ken's been here. Ken has been a phantom. Yep. It's just been you three. Yep. Fucking episode one, dude. Yep. We like. Yeah. We. Ken. The three of us went out to your practice space and did an episode. <clears throat> it was awesome. And then. The files got corrupted, I guess, right? Yes, that was so. Then we had to so do- sad. I was trying to like upload all of it. I was going to start editing it. I had it all in in uh, in Reaper. That's right. I use Reaper. I don't use Pro Tools. I had it all in Reaper, and uh, it just it, it literally like a, an error screen came up. It was like files, like corrupt files, and I kept trying to like re-upload them, and it just kept doing that. And it's, it was so brutal, and I was like, bummer. So then I thought the next time I was like, oh, well, Ken's going to be here next time. There's no way he's going to skip a second time. And uh, he did. And <laughs> yeah, you came to our practice space the next time. And he wasn't there. And he wasn't there again. And uh, it was funny because today he was like, oh, shit, I have a family thing I got. I'm like, Ken, no! But we were, it's, it's early enough, so we were able to, to pull it off. Ken, no. Oh, and that's why young Kathy is accompanied. Young Kathy. She's yeah. like 12. There's no O in there. It's Y-U-N-G. Yeah. A child bride. Oh, maybe you can't narrate this podcast. <laughs> She's like, I know my ABCs. Uh, yikes. Uh, so you guys haven't. So, we're, we're keeping this back on track. So you guys haven't practiced in like. Six months. Yeah. So yeah. so we we actually on March twelfth we played a show at the Burlington with this rad band. Because COVID from, hit like that day. Yeah. Or like seriously, we like called them. Seattle and we were like, was we like still? ground zero for that shit. Yeah. We, we were like not sure if we were gonna play the show. Like no one came because everyone was afraid of the virus. Yeah. Well, I mean, eventually we like had a like couple 20, people came. Twenty five people in the room, which was cool. We had, we had some people there. Um. Well, I mean, like, besides, besides the other band, when we started, because it's in Burlington, you, you you ever been there? Oh, that Wet Tropics band was great. I don't know. Yeah, so it's it's sort of this similar setup to, like, Beat Kitchen, where there's, like, a bar in the front, and you walk past some doors, and then there's a little You're venue in the back. Kohl's? And... What? The bar. And venue. What? It's just like that. Like what? Like Kohl's. Like Kohl's. Oh, yeah. 
Not the department store, Coles. Okay. Oh, I was like, <laughs> you just said that with no context, and I didn't know. I was like, I was like well, I was spelling. Is C O L E apostrophe apostrophe S, and you're like Coles, and I'm like, yes. If Coles, the department store, wants to book us, I'm fucking down. What the fuck is up, Coles. I feel like they're gonna go out of business like tomorrow, so we probably could. You'd be playing to like a mother and her stroller. Oh my god. And like an 85-year-old woman. Can we play in the bathroom section? into the stroller. Yeah. Our payout would be Cole's cash. <laughs> <laughs> My mom would be stoked. You took that mic from Tucked with such purpose. Like, I know exactly like, I got what's this. coming. Boom! Quote and, the then our, and then our next photo shoot, we'd all be in polos that don't fit us <laughs> properly. Yeah. <laughs> we'd, they'd put us in the fitting rooms. <laughs> yeah. Extra small Nike polos. Oh, shit. So, so anyway, so yeah, we were playing at Burlington on the 12th, and we had practice the night before, and that was when we were like, oh, fuck, Tom Hanks has coronavirus. Oh, fuck, the NBA is like talking about postponing their season. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. So we went to the show. We're like, shit, this might be our last one for a little bit. You know, it, we we didn't think it was going to be as bad as it was. I mean, I was like, you know, trying to be uh, optimistic about it. I was not. Ken, <laughs> Ken was not. Ken was like, our career's over. We're dead. Well, <laughs> back, in, back in January when I saw in uh, how much it was spreading in China, I was like, there's no way it's not getting here. Yeah. Like, People, fl- like, I don't know how many millions of people probably fly from there to here. Probably. Every- not they, anymore. When did they stop? Um, I don't think they stopped airline travel until after it had already come to the United States. Yeah, I was like in Seattle. Yeah, I feel like. <laughs> they were like, all right, now maybe we should stop doing it. I feel like that cruise ship was parked for like two weeks and oh, like yeah, everybody's just like fucking that. The dying. Ship, the people that were like, we've been and on we're like, just don't let weeks. them out and we've we'll be fine. to eat our feet. <laughs> and that was before COVID. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's but just we were a like denying cruise. it, but they were like <laughs> They were all just like, dying. help us. We're stranded. But we don't know what to do with that, so... Like, about like going, to, going to work a few times, like hearing like, oh, there was a there's a case in a building like right over here, and I'm like, I don't want to go on the train. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Was, some of you like don't some of you live like close to downtown? Oh, like in downtown, most of us. Yeah, yeah we're, we're all pretty close. Yeah. Oh, totally. Downtown, Chicago. I'm in Oak Park now, so I'm I'm just outside of the border of Chicago. So I'm, I'm, I'm like I'm like just <laughs> I'm up by like Niles. Like right on the northwest oh, wow, side, yes, you're up there. Yeah. yeah we're the- Holy shit! So how yeah, far did you guys have to drive? Oh, I came from Sycamore. I was with my girlfriend. I was gonna say that's like right there. Yeah. Sycamore is like 20 minutes away. Yeah, we drove. It was like 45 minutes from my place. Honestly, because I'm right there by the highway. If you just like, I remember one time. Yeah, I'm also right there by the highway, so it was easy. Oh, we yeah, just hopped on the highway, easy. hopped right over. One time, I was host. This was the last. So this was so Arabella played our last show in January, but. I had a show in February that was kind of like Feels Fest. It was like the anti-Feels Fest. Just like, like I intended it to just, you know, me be able to make a little bit little bit of money, have, be able to pay some of the bands a little bit of money. And uh, the show went really, really well. Tons of people turned out. I remember I was coming home from Wire that night. It was like 1 o'clock in the morning. And there was nobody on the highway. I was like, I wonder how fast I can make it home. I made that shit home. Ooh, this is a fun experiment. I made that shit home in 45 minutes. I was from flying. Bur- yeah, from Berwyn. 
which normally to get there, it took me like an hour and a half because I, I got up there like shit, probably six. Uh, yeah, about an hour and a half because everything just gets clogged up right there in Harlem. So, but yeah, I don't know where the hell I was going with that. Oh yeah, that's right. Because you guys had to drive. It took yeah. about an hour with us driving around your house for 20 minutes. I mean, it <laughs> took so, us... So maybe 40 minutes. It took Kevin and I exactly 45 minutes, minutes to it get here. It sounds like, oh man, like I wish... <laughs> I remember the first time I put my address into the GPS and I was like, well, that can't be right. <laughs> like I'm like continuously doing it over and over again, trying to figure out. And every single time, unless you've been here before, you know, you don't know. No, um, and if you make a wrong decision, you have to really suffer for that decision. Like, you're uh, not you could, just turning around. You could flip a bitch. You could just boop. You can flip a bitch. Doug we did, did find Doug on the side of the road, so we knew we were oh. close. <laughs> In the right area. <laughs> Doug was hitchhiking. I was trying to get your number out of a screenshot. That's okay. Yeah, I fucked up, and I rather than copying and pasting the number for them, I just sent a screenshot. Speaking of uh, Ken not being here, goodbye. Oh, <laughs> no, Ken. No, we got like five minutes. Ken has to leave. Go. Doug has to leave. Us. What about you two, Blossoms? We don't got uh, shit to do. Those are the talkers over one there, car. so you'll be in good hands. <laughs> yeah. But this is the first time that I've. I mean, like I've seen you and talked to you and hung out with you at shows before. It's definitely my fault. We talked about your podcast like what a month ago. Yeah, <laughs> but there was there was no time associated yet, so I just didn't put it in my calendar. In my defense, I was like, "Hey, man, I'm free like all day." You know, and I should have <laughs> just blacked out the day. But I was like, "Oh, we'll figure out a time," and then we forgot did. about it. And then it was like, "Hey, let's do this stuff on this day." I'm like, "Oh yeah, there's nothing in my phone. Let's do it." And then Kevin's like, "So one o'clock Sunday." I was like. See, I do that type of shit, but I do that with my girlfriend all the time. She'll be like, hey, make sure you don't have anything going on. Like, lit So literally, I was trying to plan this podcast, and yesterday I helped her and her roommate move into their new place. And But like a month ago, she had told me that that's what was going on. So like, I forgot right around the same time I was trying to book this podcast. And uh, I go... Um, She's so like a week week goes by and she goes, Hey, so you're gonna be there on the third. And I go, No, uh, actually, I think I'm gonna have one of the bands on the podcast that day. And she's like, You're supposed to help me move. And I was like, Oh, yeah, that's right. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> do that all of the time. Can't stop. You did not do that. <laughs> yeah. It's been nice for me because I'm horrible with like planning shit and remember, like, like, I never plan anything, like, super far in advance. Like, mm -hmm. I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm hanging out with so-and-so on this day. And then my girlfriend's like, so what, what time are you doing that? I'm like, ah, I don't know. She's like, um, can you figure it out? Because <laughs> we have shit to do. I'm like, yeah, I'll figure it out. And then, like, two days goes by, and they're like, so what time are you doing? Uh, oh, shit, I never asked them. <laughs> like, yep. It's just horrible with that shit. Notorious. Well, I'm usually pretty good at it, so that was, of course, it happened for your podcast. That's so okay. you're welcome. But I'm glad. That, <laughs> it's I'm, the curse. I'm glad you made it. But Ken, yes. Doug, Kathy, young Kathy, <laughs> thank you. young Kath. Uh, Why your nickname again? Uh, a pile of mashed apples. Puddle, puddle, puddle of puddle. mashed apples. Yeah, they're the like bluegrass. Thank puddle you guys mud. for coming. Thank you for having us. Yes, absolutely. We'll do this again. 
Except Are you sure? For longer. <laughs> no, I may be there or not. <laughs> you guys are very cut. It'd be wild if some if like somebody else just came in, like some random person. Maybe one of the sheep will come in and take your spot and let's go, what's going on? <laughs> oh my gosh, that'd be so great. Now the real fun begins. Now the real fun begins. Let's break out the squish, start the doing some slushies. lines. <laughs> we were talking about how like we hadn't practiced and shit. Um so we we played that show at Burlington on March twelfth. And then the very next day, March 13th, they were just announcing everything was, like, getting postponed. They're like, oh, it's starting next week. Right. It's like we had scooted under the door right as it closed. Yeah. It was kind of nice because we could get And you guys hadn't yet talked to Open Ear at this point, right? No. 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 Um, So we, like, we had a couple shows, like, in the works because we were planning on putting out a record at the... Uh. At the end of April, I love that you bring the mic closer when you do yeah. that. <laughs> uh, we were gonna, we were planning on putting it out at the end of April, and we were actually we we had a show with Bowling for Soup at the end of April, which would have been suck because they're like one of my favorite bands, and um, we actually um, two Februarys ago we opened up for their singer doing like a solo show. So yeah, we, we did like a stripped down set where Alyssa played cello. And Damn. it was it was cool as hell. So we were like, cool. Very now we get country. to open up as our full band. <laughs> you belong as- out here, sister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're like, cool. We get to open up for the full Bowling for Soup band as a full on punk rock band this time around. Like it was gonna Do be the real cool. Thing. And that was gonna be like the Sunday before our uh, original release date of that we had in mind for this, which record. was. Like April 20-something. Like towards the end of April. Dude, same boat. Like we were in the same boat. We were supposed, our record was supposed to come out like June 6th. Yeah. The single was going to come out in March. And then the music video was going to come out in April. And then we had to push like everything back all the way to July. Mm-hmm. I totally know what that's like. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was very strange. So then we like, um, once this kind of all started, everything was kind of up and they were like, all right, well, hopefully like, you know, by in a month or so, things will be okay, and then we can still play the Bowling for Soup show and everything like that, and things will be okay because that's I, we we had no idea. And people are like, "Oh, they're going to be like quarantining everybody for like two weeks." Like, all right, cool. And then it turned the two weeks ended up turning into several months, and you know, the Bowling for Soup show got pushed back to August, and then just canceled altogether because you know, um, and then we had other things you know that were in motion that weren't announced yet that we had to just say like well it's a wash whoops yep. <laughs> you know and uh so it was it was very strange it was a very weird time to be like okay so what the fuck are we even gonna do now like we have this record um so that's why we were like okay so we put out the original like mix of belly up on april fool's day it's just like kind of a joke and um so it was like hey it's april fool's day we're a bunch of fucking fools but like Here's a new song that's only 45 seconds. That ended up being like a, a really high effort April Fool's joke because <laughs> yeah. we had to upload three songs to Spotify or like yeah, couldn't no, do just one. They wouldn't let you upload a, a a release where the average length of the tracks are under a minute. Oh. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I was like, cool. All so I have, have to, to do <laughs> now is write a song that's over a minute and have it just like fade out long enough yeah. to wh- like ring out to where it will average at over a minute now. So I wrote a song that's called We Made It to a Minute that's, it was on Spotify for a bit. We ended up having to take it down because when we were putting up the actual record, they wouldn't let us put up Belly Up twice, even though it was different mixes and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just took down that, but you can still see uh, hear it on our band camp. 
but I just wrote a song called We Made It to a Minute that's just about me writing a song that's at least a minute long. <laughs> and <laughs> and then when it but then when it hits a minute, it like really it picks in. up. It like picks up into this like super catchy thing. Holy shit, we, we did, did it. it. No, 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 we no, made no, it to a minute. No, 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 no. <laughs> and then for some reason they still wouldn't let that. So we had these two acoustic versions that we recorded a long time ago that we just kind of were sitting on. So we just threw those on there too. So like, and then they let us... We, then they let us put it up there. <laughs> so it was a four-song release. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was supposed song. to be one 45-second <laughs> <Just> song. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we did that. Um, and we're just like, yeah, we're looking at hoping to put this out towards the end of the month. We'll see, you know. Um, but right about that time was when we were starting to talk to Open Your Ears. So... And that was fun. That was interesting. Like, he seemed super cool, but he was like, you guys should definitely get a lawyer. Are they? So. <laughs> are they? So. Wait, wait, wait. Because we're going to fuck you. Yeah. yeah like, he said that? Yep. So, uh, so you guys had a lawyer look after the, or look yeah. the yeah. contract? The lawyer yeah. said it was a great contract. Yeah. Like, yeah because that's the thing. We don't have, we're kind of like, we, we, if you we're ever read a contract, DIY. they're not like in English. No, they're not. We were like, <laughs> so, well, this could we, either say we're going to get literally fucked like, when we signed, but it could say that we're not. Right, we don't know. lawyer term for fucked. Like when we signed to Inner Strength, we were reading that like so much of that shit. We were reading. I mean, I'm sure you guys probably did the same. Where you just looked at each other and went, "Do any of you know what this means?" <laughs> yeah, we um we did we treated it like an English assignment. So we had it in a Google Doc, and we were all like writing interpretations of what we thought the paragraphs were. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, so we did that so we could send it to the lawyer and be like, "Okay, we want to look. We did work. A, let you guys know that we're not fucking." complete idiots but also we want you to be able to clarify things that we got wrong so we just kind of went through the contract and we're just like we just put a note we're like okay i think this means this right and you know so we just had like a conference call with the guy and you know he went over everything and he's like yeah you we were we were pretty much right on most of the things but you know there were some things that we had no idea what, like what Oh, man, exactly. I we just put question notes. marks next to that. They were actually really interesting. <laughs> yeah. So well, did that cause you guys to have to like go back and like negotiate with them? No, I don't not really. We just had another much. call with with the label, and we we're just like, yeah, everything looks good. We just have a few questions. We asked some questions that clarified some things. It was a very straightforward contract because uh, you know what I what I love about them, and I'm glad that we linked up with them. Is he's just like, look, I want to make this as quick and easy and painless as possible. Like, you know, we we don't want to you know, trick bands into doing these things or just, you know, we, we want to have a good reputation and everything. So we just want to make this as straightforward as possible. And it was, you know, there was a lot of like, you know, law jargon that is in there that, you know, just terminology and shit. Sure. But we're like, yeah, I mean, it was a pretty straightforward contract. At so. the end of the seven pages, it ended up. Yeah, it was not long at all. It was very just like, you know, here you go, and uh, this is it. And so, so then we ended up, uh, you know, sticking with them. We, we were like, this is great. Let's do it. Fuck it. Because what, what, we were going to put this out ourselves, and then what? You know, and, and they have, like, you know, we've been working with Big Picture Media for our PR and stuff for the last month, too. So that's, oh, really? that's been great. Um, they've been I've getting always his- said, I've always said, sorry, I totally don't mean to, like, interrupt, but, like, I've, I've always said that when we put out the Kingdoms record... <clears throat> I've yeah. always said to link up with the PR team. If you can find a good PR team, a lot of times you, <clears throat> you don't need the label right. at that point. Um, oh, because sure. uh, when we did, when we worked, when we put out our first record as Arabella, we worked with Seek and Strike, who is now a label, but at the time they were a PR firm. Oh, that's right. Cool. Label. And, that's uh, so interesting. So 
Yeah. So at the time they were just a PR firm and the guy, like the guy that we talked to, uh, you know, was a no bullshitter type dude, like has like 15 ish years in the industry, like started at Sumerian and helped develop like all those very early on Sumerian bands, like when stick to your gun signed asking Alexandria and like peripherally, like all those fucking bands. Um, and so anyway, he really helped put out our record and like working with like a PR firm, like a well connected, I guess I should say PR firm, did a, did a lot for us. Like really helped us like yeah. kind of like fine tune a lot of fine things. Fine people. Yeah, like, exactly. They're so good at that. Right. Yeah. 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 We, yeah, we got booked on like several podcasts and stuff and it, it's crazy because like we're at a weird time where like this is pretty much all we could do is podcasts and interviews. Like we can't go out and play shows. We I can't love go. it. It's like, want to go hang out with some random people? Yes. Yeah. Because I mean, <laughs> yes. this, is, yes. this is the only one that we've done so far in person because- uh, everyone else is like, you know, out in another country or another state or something yeah. like that. You know, I, I talked to a guy from Indiana. I, we talked to people from like yeah, you know, Florida. Yeah, I was talking to guys from Toledo. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, they're they're from that's all a, over the that's place. That's a city in Canada. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so we... Wait, no, Toledo's in Ohio. Toronto. <laughs> you guys are idiots. Wait, yeah, why we were just like, yeah, totally. Yeah, that's the Let's one in Canada. <laughs> When you said yeah, Toledo, Canada, you said Toledo. I'm like, oh, sick, Ohio. And then you, and then you said Canada, and my brain stopped for a second. Like, wait a minute, <laughs> <laughs> have I been saying Toronto wrong this whole time? <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's been cool. Was, what's up, Toledo? <laughs> Everyone's like, we, no. We get to if the borders ever open up again, and we get to go out of out of the country. That's what I'm gonna say in Toronto. We're like, what's up, Toledo, Ohio? What's up, Toledo? Oh shit! But yeah, but no, like working with them has been great because they've been getting us so many, you know, great opportunities to talk to people. And you know, there's there's been different ones that like we talked to one uh, called No Ordinary Nerd, where they were you know talking to us about our music and stuff, but also talking to us about like nerd shit. Like, what do you do to nerd out? What are your passions? What what have you been doing? You know, since the pandemic, and like you know, Alyssa has been taking up probably the most amount of like new hobbies out of any of us. Yeah. Not fully, but... Like what? <laughs> Taking attempts, you know? Oh, yeah, totally. You know? <laughs> uh, photography, I've been developing my own film in my kitchen a lot. So that's... I, I don't know. I must have done like 30 rolls of film <laughs> this summer. Um, and then roller skating. I've been doing a lot of that. <laughs> and skateboarding. I can almost ollie. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. Yeah, I mean, we when we we met up uh, the weekend that the new Tony Hawk game came out. Uh, Alyssa and Doug came over to my place, and my streets out there are super smooth because I'm so like technically smooth. in the suburbs now. So it's like, oh, like we're not in Chicago, so their streets don't completely suck. So, um, so we we were just like longboarding out there. She was roller skating. I had a longboard, and Doug had like a cross between a regular skateboard and a longboard. He put like the cruiser wheels on a regular deck. <laughs> And was just crushing it. He's doing manuals, and I'm like, "Damn, Doug, you know what you're yeah, doing." Doug's I'm super like, "Really? Good. Yeah." Doug's I, super good. Holy shit! I would have never guessed. I haven't skated really f- since like, you know, I was probably like 19 or 20. So like, 
you know, uh, Larissa yeah, bought Doug me Doug kept almost landing kickflips, and I'm like, Doug, where'd this come from? I know. I can <laughs> On his, like, cruiser board. Doug, where'd this come from? <laughs> like, I could barely walk up my stairs to get to my apartment, and you're doing flips and shit. But, like, we, yeah, I, I started, uh, my girlfriend bought me a, a cruiser, like, longboard for, um, for my birthday a couple years ago. So, like, once, once it started getting a little, a little warmer outside, you know, when, when I was working from home and, you know, we were, we were both working from home. So we're like, all right, it's lunchtime. Let's, let's go longboard for like 20 minutes, you know? So we just do that around our our neighborhood and 20 minutes of longboard and you would come back in. We're like sweating. We're like, Oh God. It was much longer than 20 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, We went out for a while. We went out for a while. Um, we found a block party down the street from our place and there was like this weird, like dad jam band. They were doing uh, pink Floyd covers that we didn't know. And they were all just like super hippies. Yeah. They're like, you know this song. It was great. We don't know this song. Nah, dude. (laughs) We're like, play bad religion. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, you know we we've been doing things like that, which is is kind of crazy. So yeah. uh, other podcasts we've done, we did a uh, Ken and I just did one with this podcast that was called uh, "Bringing It Backwards," where they talk about like where you came from, basically. And oh, I'm very excited for this episode because Ken and I grew up together. They're like, adorable we, we when they're grade, talking to so, each other. Yeah, we're like an old married couple. So like we, we got to talk about, we've been playing in bands together since we could play in bands. So, you know, we've been, yeah, in, that's I one think of the this things is the that you fourth first or fifth me band. Guardrail. Yeah. This is the fourth or fifth band we've been in together. I, I say fourth or fifth. Cause some of them are like, do we count that as a new band or was it just, that we changed the name of the band and got a new member? Like, <laughs> like yeah. you know, but, uh, yes, I, I mean, since we started our first band together in, in, uh, high school, we were called mandatory option and that band was just there was no genre. It was just, we'd, we'd have one song that was like punk, one that was like, sounded like Disturbed, another song that sounded <laughs> yeah, like- I remember uh, listening like to a, these demos. I'm like, you guys really had an identity crisis. Yeah, we had no like, idea what the fuck we were doing. Very much so. And we were, because we thought it was, we were like, oh, we're cool because we're all like, all four of the dudes in the band were like every really different. Every song's a different I genre. Like, <laughs> I was like the pop punk kid and Ken at the time was like the classic rock kid and um, our singer Ryan was like more of the metal head. And then our uh, our drummer Scott was like all into like Bullet for My Valentine and stuff. So like it was a, it was a weird mix of all of that put together. We had a couple songs that were like okay, if we rewrote them now and made like they could be good, but yeah. most of them were just like, what is happening right now? Yeah. <laughs> like like they just played a metal song about ketchup, and now they're playing a funk song about trains. What's happening right now? So <laughs> it was very strange. Just so, like an identity crisis. Yeah. And then every band we've been in since then, we were trying to like be original and it just never worked because every, everyone wanted their own definition of originality. And I always is- tell people <clears throat> when they're in a, like, I always tell people that ask, like, you know, when, if, if I talk to somebody about band life and, you know, just doing it, who's not a musician, you know, I just kind of describe it as like, you know, try and get like, if, if like the way I describe it to them is I'm like, try and get you and three or four other friends and then try and get them all to be on the same page about something you want to do. Right. We, we were always very like, all of our different influences will combine into one super sound. Oh, and that I've totally, totally been there, dude. It's totally been there. We tried so hard. Like in, uh, and it just comes out like shit. It just yeah, comes out I like mean, a hot the, turd. The last band that we were in before this together, 
was like, like we we didn't sound bad, but it was still very much like, all right, what exactly are they? Like we we'd open up for like red jumpsuit apparatus, but also open up for like he is legend once, but then also you know played like these weird alternative shit. Like we were kind of all over the place, and. um because we were like, all right, there's there's me and Ken, and then like our guitar player is like super into Mark Tremonti, so he's gonna write some cool guitar parts, but he never really wrote anything. He just could play pretty well, yeah. but he couldn't really write. So we were trying to write things for him to play, and like he would always play them. But we're like, all right, what would he play well? Like <laughs> it was such a weird dynamic. And then and then our singer at the time was like very. Like not a typical like hard rock singer. He was at a, we were like it, it seemed like we were trying to make shit work. So that's why when when I started this band, I, I started it by just writing a Facebook status. <laughs> like who wants to start a punk rock band? Like put an actual kind of label on it. Yeah. So that's like cool. We can all be on the same page that we're gonna write like you know some form of punk rock and. You know, we went through a lot of different lineup changes and stuff, and we we this is the first one that's really stuck for, you know, by far the longest we've we've been together as a group for over two years now, like, which is crazy. Like, like we started in 2014, but it was like did was you guys me, used it, to have another, like another girl in your band? Yeah, so so we started in 2014. Ken and I have been like the two consistent members through the whole thing, but um, we started. In 2014, and then in 2015, Alyssa had joined, and then through all of 2015, we were a unit, and then 2016, we sort of like fell the off because we were, we were kind of broke up. Yeah, we were. Kinda, I remember this. I was yeah. I was doing all famous. Ken was doing his other band, Million Reasons. We were yeah. kind of all kind of doing other things. So I think I played one or two shows as the guardrail in 2016, just because I was bored and wanted to I, play those songs. I remember all of this. <laughs> yeah, and then and then 2017, I kind of you know we we sort of lost touch with Alyssa for a little bit. Oh yeah, I fell off the whole earth. Yeah, and <laughs> you gave a recluse. Uh yeah, actually, kind yeah. of. But at the end of at the end of 2016, Crawled I was kind of like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of like, let's 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 get this started again, you know. So we we did. Um, we recruited a couple of different people. We we had our, our old drummer Stephanie and um, that was okay. Ken's that was her name because I met her roommate. at a party of yours once. Yes. Yeah, yeah, she's super cool. Um, and we also recruited Ken's. Uh, roommate at the time, Kevin, to play bass, uh, he just overheard us talking in the apartment one day. He's like, hey, um, I'll, I'll, play, I'll play bass. <laughs> I can play bass. Because he would always come <laughs> to our shows and everything. So we were like, all right, fuck it. Yeah. So we roll with that lineup for like 2017. And then Kevin and Stephanie quit around the same time. And, you know, just right around that time, we like reconnected with Alyssa. So we, I was just like, I wonder if she'd be down to come back so i hit you up Slap and you were just like you're just like yeah let's, let's fucking do it <laughs> so and then yeah we and then we were, we didn't have a drummer at the time because stephanie quit so we re-recruited our our drummer that we had in 2015 so we were oh yeah then we were in 2015 lineup again yeah <laughs> for 18, a little while we had the same lineup we had in 2015 that was, um, was so weird so and then and then, we, then we then we found doug and because doug is just like a he was just a friend of our old guitarist, Mike's. Yeah, and mine. Yeah, I went to yeah. college with Doug and then our other buddy. Doug is such a nice person. I know, right? 
He's so great. We got so lucky. Because drummers can usually, in my experience... Are you going to make a a generalized comment about drummer personalities? Yes. Okay. Because, oh man, sometimes I forget I have a microphone in my face. (laughs) (laughs) But at the same time, my band consistently... Just kidding. I just... Every drummer... Nate, I'm looking at you too, man. Uh, Every drummer that my band has experienced in the past has just always had their mind like somewhere else and you know whether they're a good drummer or they're a bad drummer they've just like it's just been like a really negative experience for the (laughs) four of us so we really have like negative stipulations against drummers except like now our drummer now is like a Doug like he's a really awesome dude and he's a good drummer he's a really sweet guy we've played two shows with him I feel horrible because like (laughs) COVID he was like uh, he used to be in a band called Parker Luck and then before that he was in like a few other bands Uh, he jammed he knows all like the home home burial guys I don't know if you know that band yeah Uh, I know of them they do a lot of stuff like Luca they're like a hardcore band yeah Uh, yeah. I don't know if they're still going but anyway uh, yeah our last show was like January 26th or something like that uh, at Downstairs Sub T and that was yeah, I think I was at that show that was with uh, uh, something about virtues right of, uh, yeah a virtue yeah. Uh, in search of solace us speaking with ghosts I thought there might have been a fifth band. I think we there. left halfway through your set because it was very late and we were very tired. Yeah, because So it was it was brutal. We like, so we like, like made sure we said, you know, we said hi and bye to you before you because we're like, we might dip, but I do remember we just that. Want yeah, to, we, we want were, you guys to know that we love you. Yeah, we so. <laughs> we were at like because like we were headlining and like technically it was sold out, but it was a Sunday night in the middle of January and I told. The promoter that, uh, you know, this show has potential to not do as well as you would like because it is on a Sunday in the middle of, in the end of January. Illinois weather is up in the fucking air. It could be 70 degrees and sunny that day, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, or it could be a fucking blizzard. It's like, we don't know. Yeah, there's been days, there's there's been Christmases where I'm wearing shorts and then there's also Christmases where I got my snow pants on, you know? You like, never know. it's a gamble. So, uh, so I remember, I think our, I think our set started at like midnight or something stupid. Yeah, and exactly. That's that's why like we saw, uh, we watched Speaking with Ghosts. We watched the, the touring package and all that shit. And then we were just like, okay, it's, it's late as fuck, dude. Yeah. <laughs> we got work in the On morning. On a Sunday. Yeah. And I, I totally get it. And, uh, I remember Chris was just like, Hey, don't fucking mosh or move around. Just come on up and enjoy some like heavy me and some heavy sad boy music. And like <laughs> we just played our we literally because like there was like the room cleared out and there was only like, about probably thirty to fifty people there somewhere give or take and uh we played like the whole new EP. This was all before it was out because we just looked at each other and we're like. Fuck it, just want to change the whole set right now and just play all new shit. And people were like, yeah, fuck it, go ahead. <laughs> we don't know the words. Fine. Nice. And we just played the whole thing. 
And that was the first and last time we played those songs in front of anybody. <laughs> oh, that's so it sad. It sucks with us, too. It's like, out of the six songs, we've only played two of them live. Right, and like, like nobody knew it then. Like, nobody had fucking any idea what any of that shit sounded like. We, oh, were, playing so it on, we were playing it on, like, at this Bowling for Soup show. We were going to play every every one of the new songs, and then we were going to... We were in the works of planning, because um, they've been Glory Days, had a... They were, I need to have them on this podcast, dude. Oh they, my god, they are our brothers. You know what we should do? We should do. We should do. Joe, take note. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll have to do this at Joe's place if we're able to. Um, you know, with COVID and all that. But if we're able to, because I wanted, I was going to do in March or April. I was going to do a Tonson, um Low Country split, but now Jesus. I think it would be super fun to do a. Guardrail Glory Days. Glory Rail oh my God. is what we Glory Rail call our relationship. Glory the, Rail. Yeah. Yeah, a Glory we'll Rail episode. We'll do a Glory Rail podcast. I love those guys. Those are like do? the funniest I've been people. thinking about trying to change up the dynamic of this podcast, but like I haven't yeah. really known what to do. Uh, but I think that type of podcast could do something like every, like we'll just do like a power hour. Yeah. Yeah. Done, have you ever done a power hour? No. What? No. You never done a power hour? What's a power hour? The world die. Sounds powerful. Well, Technically, a power hour is where... <laughs> we all get forks and light sockets. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Technically, a power hour is where you play music from, like, the 90s or some nostalgic time, and it plays, like, 30 seconds of a song, or it plays uh, 60 minutes worth of songs, so 60 songs, just a minute's worth. Okay. And in that minute, you have to take a drink. By the time, like, a beer. And by the time the hour rolls around, you're usually pretty gone because you've opened like three beers. Nice. You'd think, you would think that you'd be able to make a beer last, but nah. Anyway. Interesting. That sounds fun. We can do any number of things, but that would be fun to do a glory rail split. Like I've known those guys for a little bit. Um, CJ actually was friends with um, my girlfriend Larissa's old roommate. When like we first met yeah. several years ago, so like and then uh, I think I did a solo show and Glory Days played that or something like that where I actually met them. So like we've we've kind of been in each on each other's radar for a while, but like I will say that like Feels Fest was the time that we actually like bonded and really became friends with each other was yeah. at that show. I know I know CJ for a while. <laughs> CJ CJ uh, helped shoot the music video for Jane. Like, but like, but like that show, we were like the two punk bands on that show. So we like stuck together. We shared a merch table. We like were starting fake band feuds. Like their t-shirts were were being sold for ten bucks. So we put our prices nine ninety nine. Like we we were like we had a dry erase board. They kept writing like this band sucks on it and shit. Like we were just oh having a lot yeah. of fun. When Glory Days was sign. on, <laughs> when Glory Days was on, uh, their singer James was like, "Yo, um, the first person who brings me a shot of Malort." gets like some free shit from us. So I ran to the bar to get a, get an alert shot. Cause I'm like, it's gotta come from me. Sure. And, uh, I got, as I'm getting them alert shot, I see someone else, um, hand him a shot. So I was like, ah, damn. So I went up to him with my shot. I was like, I'll just take this. So I went up to him. I was like, I said, yo, cheers. But he didn't hear me say cheers. So I held up my shot and he's like, thanks. And just took my shot. <laughs> <laughs> so he did two shots of alert right in a row right there oh. and then played. 
And I was like, so yeah, he earned that. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, and then so I told that. him after, he's like, no, I'm so sorry. So then he like got around a Malort shot. So I we did a, a shot together and we were just like fucking around and stuff. And we just like been homies ever since. And then- I think I remember watching this happen. Yeah, sh- that shit was so fucking fun. Me and James actually were, you know, being that we just put out our record, we're, we're kind of waiting on putting this out. But we collabed on a Ramones cover that we're going to be putting out probably sometime this month, maybe. <laughs> so just, just me and James. Damn, that's pretty sweet. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we're going to have a music video together where we have like our, our friends like send us videos of them dancing. So please send us videos of you guys dancing. <laughs> I want this to be better than that time. Cause when, do you remember when you had us do, uh, uh, Fuck, what's, what's that song? I know what you're talking about. Miserable, right? Like, miserable, miserable. Yes, yeah, that, yeah. So, okay, let me explain that. So we, that was during the 2016, we were basically on hiatus version of Guardrail. So I, I was like, I recorded the song. I thought it was a really fun song. I want to just put it out just so we weren't like completely off the radar. Um, so I'm like, Let's just let's just put it out. Me and Ken just did the re-recorded the whole original version of that song together, just just the two of us. And um, so then I was like, let's make a music video where we get all of our friends to like send us some videos of them like lip syncing along to the song and shit like that. Um, and then they, like we ended up with a new lineup of people, and then we ended up putting that on a record. And then the music video just never got made <laughs> i got videos you guys you guys send me a video like probably like speaking with ghosts did one they sent me one where they were their world of warcraft characters <laughs> like dancing and like the the words were coming up on the screen like as like like word bubbles like they were saying it i don't know how exactly they pulled that off because i don't know how that shit works but i was like that's hilarious but Damn. we never used it for anything because we just by by that time, just like so much time had passed, you guys weren't even known by numbers anymore. Like by the time that we actually put that record out, it was like the next year. It was just, it just oh yeah, because we changed our name to Arabella the next year, yeah, twenty seventeen. Yeah, so we just that that never happened. But this will happen, I promise you. Because okay. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the mix of it finally, and it's it's so much fun. It's. It's fantastic. It was a lot of fun. We just, I, I met up, we met up with, uh, fuck, what's his name? John. Uh, Philip Souza. Yeah, John Philip Souza. No, it's not that. It's John like Terry or something like that. I think his last name is. I'm blanking so hard and I apologize if he's listening, but um, we met up with him in his home studio out kind of, kind of in, in the glory days neck of the woods, which is like Northwest. Um, Northwest, but we met up there. Just me and James, just rocking. Like James played drum. He apparently learned how to play drums because of the Rock Band video game. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like, so how do you learn? He's like, dude, Rock Band. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, but uh, it makes sense because you're actually like literally playing drums on that thing. You're not just tapping buttons, you know? Right. Um, so he did he did drums for it and he played guitar and then I played bass and then we traded off vocals and we we knocked it out in like three hours. And then we're like, cool, uh, let's continue getting hammered. And we just were playing Mario Party and just like kept drinking. Because the, the guy's like, uh, you, you uh, paid for me to, for a full day, so I, you can hang out with me as long as you want. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, sick. But uh, 
but it was a lot. Of, we we started off the day. It was like ten in the morning when I got there, and they're like, "All right, let's do a shot of wild turkey." I'm like, "Jesus, Ooh, no!" It was. That sounds awesome. It was though. right that I like. I didn't eat anything yet, so that was bye like bye. I got there and I took that shot, and I like I was like, "Okay, I need to like, you know how you take a shot." And your stomach's kind of empty, and it just yeah. kind of hits you the wrong way. You yes. kind of just have to. Yeah, like, I just have to it feels like a fist, just boom in the yeah. bottom of your stomach. <laughs> yeah, and then your your mouth gets all saliva y, like you might puke. Salty so you're just, too, like you know it's coming. Yeah, you're just like, all right, just oh, I just I just gotta wait Reject. this out. I just gotta Reject. give it give it a few minutes. Give it a few minutes, and they're like, you're right, buddy. I'm like, yeah, I just I just gotta let this settle for a second. Hang on, all right. And then once it's settled, we're like, all right, my lord, <laughs> we just went right to that. <laughs> Dude, I, I was It was at, so much fun. It was a lot of fun. The Lord is so fucked. We were playing. <laughs> we were playing one time in uh, Denver, and I had some friends come out to this show, and the show actually took off. This was actually a cool show. Um, and uh, so they came out, and after our set, they got me wildly drunk. A night that eventually lended, uh, led to me puking at a Denny's. Uh, <laughs> Dude, that, that story is so... I'm such a scumbag for doing this, but like oh Giovanni saved the day. Shout out to Giovanni. <laughs> uh, but they gave me two shots of Malort, and that is just the nastiest swill I have ever put into my body. Dude, it, for me, it's... Because it, uh, people are like, it's so gross. And I'm like, yeah, I know. And they're like, well, then why do you drink it so often i'm like i don't know man i feel like it's sort of the same mentality as like when people have really hot hot sauce where it like hurts but they love it it's kind of the same <laughs> kind of thing like it hurts sadomasochistic yeah it's like a weird form of like self-harm or something like that it's very strange you know like i don't know we we just over the pandy i had i went through a full bottle of malort the pandy that's what we're gonna start calling it let's coin that term right fucking now i've been calling pandy. it that because i keep hearing uh that comic andrew santino say that he that's mm. how he refers to it on his the podcast pandy. i'm like i love it it's so to the point <laughs> and just without saying like oh covid19 is like no, it's the pandy. It sounds kind of cute. Last <laughs> time I went and peed, it was it was quite a long, healthy stream. Cause I I had two beers and coffee, and all I've really <laughs> that will do it. Man, so I mean, I guess when it comes down to like what we're doing now is like now that our record's out, we've been, you know, like I was talking about before, we were just doing podcasts and doing interviews and it's just trying to- We still are, yeah. Yeah, like we're still we're still at it. We're still doing those things. Like we're doing one right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like we can't play shows or anything like that. We're so. hoping to get like a really, or hopefully more than one, uh, like live stream opportunities to go do that. Like we don't really. We're gonna the, try yeah. and do that at like a studio. We're gonna try and just yeah, see same. If like, a, like we can just like do it properly. Like we don't have the gear. Yeah, exactly. Like we don't have the gear, and like you can't just set up your phone. Like that looks fucking stupid. Like well, we just did that. Yeah, we did that Instagram one, but since fine. really, but yeah. but we did it. We've never had good we, luck with it. We ours always looks fucking dumb, and the sound oh, is it too. Looks dumb. Well, yeah, see, it so, looks really dumb. But yeah, it sounded. It's, it, we we went to a room at the music garage, and we just rented it out for a few hours, and we just had our boy Phil come and just like 
hold the phone and like film us. So it wasn't just like stationary on a tripod and we're all squeezing to get in frame and shit. He can, we could be in our own space and you know, I mean, it's. Do you guys record the live sound and then put it over the video or do you guys just do the video no, too? No, we, we just did, did the, the video. We were all there. plugged in so and we just audio, try it. The audio worked just well, fine. Well, what we did was we, we kind of stripped down our set. So we, it wasn't Damn. a full on band set. We okay. were like, you know, Doug, you know, I think threw a towel on a snare so it wasn't as loud. And like, um, Zach was just playing my acoustic guitar and oh, Ken was on a clean channel. And so, okay. so we were like, we weren't full blast, you know, full penetration. It was yeah. like, it was just the tip. Yeah. Just the tip. Oh, God, God. <laughs> I'm sorry. You set me up so good for that. Was I going to do walk away? Hell no. no. <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, I mean, that sounded okay. It's, it, we asked yeah. you, after we did the first song, we were like, how's it, how's it sound for everybody? And people were like, it sounds fine. You so can like, like, hear the cool. words and stuff, which is... So, and then I went back and listened to it because it, it went on like IGTV or whatever the fuck yeah. that I have now. So it'll like kind of save your video as a post. I'm like, all right, cool. So I, I was listening to it on my way home just to hear how it sounded. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it sounds fine. It's not ideal, but it's it was fine. But a full-on band set, like, I want to do that. I, I know Ken's other band, Million Reasons, did a, one of those things recently. And, like, it sounded pretty good. looked they're pretty really good. They're really good, too. Um, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah I should have them on here. Ken's but, like, bands. Ken will also miss that. Like, I'll, <laughs> I'll have, like, the Million Reasons minus Ken. <laughs> <laughs> the Million Kens. But, uh, I, I, what I want to do is eventually, like, when, like, if he ever, like, can't make it again, just have, like, a cardboard cutout <laughs> and just bring it. To, uh. We'll just start calling Doug, Doug Ken. <laughs> Doug Ken. <laughs> Doug Ken. Ken. What, what say you, Doug Ken? What say you, Doug Ken? Fucking A. Yeah, I mean, we're looking into, we want to do something like that. Soon ish, because like, what the fuck else are we gonna do now? Like, I mean, we we put the record out. It's it's out. The other day, somebody asked me. They were like, "So, you know, twenty twenty is probably a wash for musicians. What are you guys gonna do for twenty twenty one?" And I'm like, "Dude, I saw an article shared by Lamb Goat. Eh. Probably too. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you think we weren't? Yeah. No, we we've been. Re- yeah, I was gonna say we've been recording this whole time. Whole entire time, Alyssa. Don't worry. Oh, shit. I forgot to hit record. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking. Weird call, things have happened. Called Doug Ken back. Yeah. Ken Doug. Doug hey. Ken. <laughs> we were not. Doug Ken. Summon he. Anywho, uh, lamb goat. Oh, yeah. Uh, they shared an article that, uh, so somebody asked me if, uh, you know, what we're going to do for 2021. I'm like, I already saw an article that said, uh, you know, Tour cancellations for 2021 have already started. And I'm just like, dude, you gotta be fucking kidding me. So I. Yeah, think- it's crazy. And it sucks too, cause like, you know, every time you just see these fucking like idiot, like anti mask people, like, oh, scientists don't know. I know because I did my research. Uh, you know, masks actually make it worse. It's like, how is that even, like, you're just like sitting there going like, how aren't you, like you go to the doctor, don't you, don't you listen to your doctor? Why won't you listen to these doctors? And it's so frustrating that like, it just, it keeps pushing back the time that we can get back to normal because they refuse to just deal with it for a little bit. Yeah. It's so annoying. And, and at the same time, and, and also too, like, I don't know, like, what's going to, you know, what's going to stop it or if people are, if, like, 
doctors and medical professionals are eventually going to go, okay, we can't stop this. It's not killing enough people, you know, like, or it just gets, uh, you know. The way I'm seeing it is if they're able to get a vaccine, that's like the only thing that I could see, you know, helping us. Right. It's calming it's everything down. It's not going to go away. Yeah, it's not going to. And yeah. people can't stop interacting. So. Right. As much as I'd love to stop interacting with people. <laughs> but like, I mean, you know, it's, it's, if they can have some sort of vaccine or, or some sort of like, if you get it, you take this pill and it goes away or kind of thing, or like some very, very, um, you know, reliable treatment. Yeah. Like th- that's the only thing that I can see at this point. Cause people won't, just like do what they have to do to be in, uh, you know, to, to just make this better for everybody else. They're just like, well, no, that inconveniences me. So my brother had it and he was fine. <laughs> you know, like, I it's don't know. like it's- the only cure for coronavirus is the chicken pox. So they're like... <laughs> 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 Have they done that study yet? Has everyone who had coronavirus had chicken pox? Because I had chicken pox. I haven't gotten the virus yet, so. I have no idea because. I uh, think you cracked the code, Yeah, people Alyssa. don't get chicken pox anymore. They get a vaccine. Lucky that. Do they really? Yeah. Like, they don't have to do the chicken pox parties it's anymore. It's been a long time since I've... Dude, that's weird. I was just watching an episode of The Simpsons right before you picked me up where they had a chicken pox party. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's weird that you bring Those- that up. <laughs> <laughs> Because Maggie got chicken pox and they're like, oh, come over and get the chicken pox so your kid can get it out of the way. And then Homer got chicken pox and he was taking an oatmeal bath and he was just eating the oatmeal. (laughs) 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 No, I mean, that's the thing. We're just sort of sitting around. I mean, we, we, I have an Xbox now thanks to Alyssa's boyfriend. So I'm, I'll be on Twitch a little more often. I think we're planning on, uh, Ken and I are going to go play Rocket League with Ryan from, uh, the Freedom Paradox sometime this week. Um, just kind of like doing dumb shit like that, trying to get live stream things done. I think we might, you know, try and do some more of those like virtual happy hour things because that was fun. We just like ate pizza, had some drinks and just chatted with people who wanted to chat with us and yeah. do do things like that. You know, we might throw some like acoustic performances into those or something like that, you know. Um, but I would love to try and get a live stream, the actual show put together at some point. Uh, that would be rad. Like, you know, we got, you know, snooze fest season would be coming up soon, but we're like, there's, we can't, there's no way we can do that. So we're probably, we did a snooze fest from home thing earlier this year. It's going to do another one, but shit just like got too wild with this, just this year, you know, with, with, you know, the, the pandemic shit. And then not to mention all like the, you know, civil rights shit and you know right it, like, it's just there's been so much going on and it's so overwhelming it's so tiring like no I, one's listening I recorded, no one's focusing on music right now I know I recorded an episode of my podcast that it was the first one I've done since the panty started but I did that like a month ago and I just haven't gotten around to getting it finished and put up yet because I'm just so exhausted with everything and right. and like and, and now plus I got a puppy so I'm like my most of my free time is like staring at this puppy to make sure she doesn't fuck shit up you right. know I mean she's been doing great but it's go follow her on Instagram she's at gnarly the ween <laughs> gnarly the ween yeah um, but yeah I mean it's just it's just everyone's minds are everywhere and it's cause there's especially with 
all the the current political shit, all the everything. It's, it's there's there's and just the so much going on. Climate change stuff and how long are we gonna last? Yeah, not much longer. Not much longer, folks. Countdown to the Civil War. <laughs> Countdown to Civil War. It's come. The revolution is coming, brother. So, I mean, hopefully shit gets better towards the end of the year, or maybe they get a vaccine in the next few months, and then, like, maybe summer next year we can actually start doing more shit. We are working on writing a full length that we'll be putting out next year at some point. Oh, Yeah, Ken's um, written, like, a bunch of cool stuff. Yeah, that we yeah. need to work on. Ken and I have been just like in our free time. Yeah, I haven't had much guys. free time lately, but like, you know, we've we've got at least a dozen ideas now and like, you know, just getting shit written for that cuz that that's next on our on our agenda basically is write a full length. And who knows what that'll look like next year if there's no, still no shows, we might kind of do that kind of thing where we put out a couple singles here and there and then eventually the full album comes out you know because this time around with the ep we just put out a single and we're like here's our single our record comes out in a month and now a month later here's the record hope you like it right um so if there's no shows then yeah, we'll have we'll more to work covers. with <laughs> like- yeah we do have some cover songs that we're working on as well with our indiegogo uh thing because one of the perks was for a certain price we'll do whatever cover song you want yeah so we have some of those coming that are we were working on, um, we got like one of them pretty much done. We got s- a oh, bunch yeah. of them are like in, in the process, in the works. halfway there, um, living on a prayer. Tender love and care. <laughs> but uh, then then we started the rollout with the record. So it's kind of on, on pause right now. But we're, we're hoping to maybe get those up by the end of the year. Good. Um, and then we're hoping that early next year we can head back up to Michigan and record a full length with Nick again. and um, That would be sick. Yeah, shit should be fun. It, it'll, yeah, we, we've been working on a lot of just random kind of ideas and some of them are good. Some of them are like, all right, this needs a lot of work, but it's it's a good st- starting point, you know? And um, yeah, I mean, that's basically what our future looks like right now. There's There's unfortunately not much else to look forward to. There's really not, <laughs> you know? Especially for uh, like... Just the whole entertainment industry in general is just yeah fully digital. It is. It is fully digital. And I fucking live performances are a thing of the past, man. Would, Those are so two thousands. <laughs> Do you? Would you want to play a drive-in show? I feel like uh, it'd be so weird performing for. Cars. I was just thinking about that. Like, I think that it would be super weird, but at the same time, I think that at this like, so I did a guitar playthrough. Uh, oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, like two weeks ago, I had yeah. Jake Merchant come out and shoot it. Um, and, uh, that was the closest I've been to playing a show. Yeah. That's <laughs> since, hilarious. Since January. Yeah, dude. We, we've like, <laughs> you know, it, it was so funny when this year started, um, I started because we're we're always trying to like do dumb little gimmicky shit. Yeah. And so I decided that this whole year in in you know 2020 we're gonna make every single show that we played be part of our world tour. And just the the, the flyers that I started making for it were like you know guardrail world tour and with an asterisk next to it and at the bottom it'll say all shows located on the world. So even if they're just all Chicago shows, we the only out-of-town show that we played this year was in Madison, Wisconsin. So that's how far our world tour went <laughs> before the pandemic started. Yeah, I don't know last time you guys, last time we talked, I think you'd said that you guys were, you know, trying to look into uh, touring at some point. 
Yeah, I mean that was that was gonna basically be our thing. Like our, our you know, if if this whole COVID thing didn't happen, we'd be going out on weekend runs and stuff like that. That was that was like our plan. Was like you know do at least one of those a month. You know, um, you know either we fly out somewhere or we do we start off with like the you know surrounding states and kind of just keep going maybe That's like the best way to do you know it. run up to canada and play a couple shows up there and come back you know like but no can't do that COVID, shit now COVID ruined so, everything yeah so i mean we're kind of just at the mercy of this bullshit <laughs> you know and hopefully shit gets better and we can get back to doing what we do best doing what i do best like th- th- this is by far the longest i've gone without playing a show since I was like 16. It's horrible. Like same. I, I, I feel awful right now. Like yeah. it's, it's just like, there's nothing, you know, we used to get together and practice and we still are practicing like pretty regularly about once a week, but like, yeah, we do want to get back into the swing of that shit because we ended up moving out of our practice space. Cause we're like, we're basically paying for a very expensive storage unit right now. So and that's- we just took our shit out of there. I actually have an actual storage unit that I was like, this is like, less than a fifth of the price of our practice space. Let's just store our shit in my unit. Cause I was about to get rid of it anyway. So I was like, let's just do this. It's like 80 bucks a month. Yeah. So, so we have our, our stuff there. Uh, and then, so it's, so we're just like, all right, there's, there's hourly rooms you can rent, you know? So we're, we're, we do want to start kind of, you know, not, maybe not every week, but maybe every other week, just getting together and jamming, just, just to sort of have some sort of sense of normalcy. And that's that's the one thing that like it's been nice for us is like when we get together and we play the songs and it's like it's I, I don't know it's very I think it's kind of therapeutic a little bit. It's incredibly therapeutic. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. one that one practice. It's like, a, it's like church. Yeah, it's yeah, like, it's it's church for. Well, that's the thing that I like. I told my mom because I mean my. You know, my mom's super religious, so, like, I kind of explained to her one night. It was, I remember when it was, it was, like, four or five years ago. I, like, uh, no, it wasn't that. It was, it was like, three or four years ago. Uh, it was, my, my sister graduated college, so she had a, they had a little graduation party for her at my parents' place. So I was whiskey drunk. My mom was a little wine drunk. And we were just, like, having deep talks on the deck. Like, everyone had left the party by this point. So we were just kind of hanging out and talking and I was just like, yeah, I mean, I know you think when I, you know, I'm going to a, you know, one or two shows a week that you think I'm just, I'm just partying, you know, but that's, it's, it's a community. It's, I get the same out of it that you do when you go to church every Sunday and you see the people that you see every week and you get to, you know, socialize with people and you get to know people, ask, ask them how they're doing. And, and then, you know, you help out with church fundraisers and things like that. Like that's us actually playing a show is where we get to actually play the show. And then we talk to people at our show and then we go support each other and the other bands go support each other. And it's, it's a community in that sense. It's, it's, I, I get more out of that than anything because, you know, when I, when I am at a show, it's like, I'm not just there to like, yeah, let's get drunk. Like sometimes that's the case, but yeah, like, yeah. but you know, 90% of the time it's like, I'm there, I'm seeing my friends, I'm talking to people, I'm seeing people that I know, I'm watching the bands, I'm taking in the music. I like, you know, especially if it's a band that I've been listening to for a long time, it's like, you know, it's, it's, it is kind of a religious experience, you know, in, you know, without sounding too like dumb, but yeah. like, you know, it's, I get that out of it and I haven't had that in 
six months now, you know, the first live music experience that I had was on 4th of July weekend. My girlfriend and I went camping in this, in the middle of nowhere in Michigan. And there is like this acoustic trio that was playing at the campground and they were terrible, but I'm like, I'll fucking take it. I'll fucking take it. (laughs) Like it's something, you know, I was like, I haven't seen a person with a guitar playing with a microphone in months now. And it's, it's still like that, you know, and it's, it sucks. And it's, it's, I don't have that. I keep having dreams about going to shows too. <laughs> like, God damn, I wake up, I'm like, fuck, that wasn't real. Yeah. It's bullshit. <laughs> you know, it's Which awful. normally when I have dreams about shows, it's, I'm having a, my, my equivalent of like the, oh shit, I forgot my homework or oh shit, I showed up to school in my right. underwear dream. It's like, I show up and like, oh, we forgot all of our gear at home. And like, oh no, uh, Ken only brought patch cables. So we have to play with our guitars right next to our amp. Like, <laughs> think, like I have weird, or like I had one dream where it was like, oh my God, it's blizzarding inside the venue. Now there's like just snow everywhere. And we're like, well, we don't get paid unless we play through the blizzard, so let's do it. Let's and then, keep it like, going. Yeah, it, it, I just have a lot of weird dreams like that. But now I'm just having dreams where it's just like, I'm at a show at Bee Kitchen. Hell, man. They're pretty good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this band's all right. Hey. And then, like, I, you know, I walk up to the bar. Hey, one PVR, please. Here's my $3. Sure, man. Have yeah. a good one. You yeah, and too. then I wake up going, <laughs> fuck. Dude, I miss it. It sucks. It does suck. It sucks, but, I mean... You know, at least we can try and start doing this practice thing again and kind of at least get some Start at least playing music. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That last practice that we had, the only practice we've had since March was like, we were like, let's play because we we were doing that stripped down acoustic-y Instagram live sets. We're like, let's just play full band for a bit first because we haven't done that in forever. Mm -hmm. So we just played our whole record. And that was the first time we'd actually done that. <laughs> we were just, Feels good. Yeah, we did it. I think we did it twice. And we were just like, cool, this rules. Fuck yeah. <laughs> it was It was a lot of fun. It felt really good. I, we were all very rusty, but it was. we didn't give a fuck, you know? Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It's, yeah. Weird times. Weird times. I just rambled for a lot, but... That's okay. I'm just so angry. I know. We're... We're all, we're all in this together. Yeah. But. And that's the thing too with our record, like it's the most, the, the first five songs are very pessimistic. So that's why right. when we were writing the record, we wanted at least one song to be optimistic. So that's the title track. The last song is more like, hey, this all sucks, but it's we're it sucks for all of us so let's just make sure we look out for each other kind of thing and that's where like the the pre-chorus is like i'm no good you're no better let's go down in flames together yeah. um the i'm no good you're no better is actually the line from a bouncing souls song that i kind of you know took and flipped into our song is like a homage you know i i i try to do a lot of that shit because it's it's kind of fun to just you know put movie quotes and and whatnot in yeah. there you know like the the single uh, "Till We're Dead," the whole patron saint thing. It started with the patron saints of the completely fucked line. That was like the one that I had because I heard a similar line in Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah. He says, "You're the patron saint of the." I think he says the royally fucked or the completely or the totally fucked or something like that. Yeah. So I just tweaked that. I, I jotted that down on my phone like years ago. I was like, "This is hilarious," but like could be a good lyric, and so. That's that's where that came from, and then like I quote 
National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation and really I said, holy shit, where's the Tylenol? Because <laughs> there's after that one ranch that Clark Griswold does, he's like, holy shit, where's the Tylenol? <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, I put that, like, I try to do shit like that and I, it kind of helps drive the point home while also being like, hey, you remember that, right? You know? <laughs> yeah. So that, so the title track, Yikes, is very like, hey, this sucks, but like, I'm here for you, you know, kind of thing. And, yeah. And because we didn't want it to be a complete like bitch fest <laughs> of a record. So I think it, I think it turned out pretty well. And like going back onto what, what we were talking about when we were writing, I didn't have any lyrics written for that song. I, I knew the, the direction, the vibe of we wanted it to have, but sure. I went through a lot of different iterations. Like, okay, what if we tried this? No, what if we tried this? No. And then it, it took me sitting, you know, Nick has, there's, there's this little like weird, like I guess spare bedroom. Oh, yeah, this totally spare bedroom. It's just an empty room with a bed and like a bunch of guitar like road cases in it. <laughs> like that's the whole room. And there's like one little window in it. that So there's like barely any light in there. So I was just like sitting in there just like writing and it was, pretty cool to sort of remove myself mm-hmm. from everything and uh i left my phone out of there i just had or i just had the or no I, I brought my phone in because i had to listen to the demo but i just like had that on repeat on my phone i just had a notebook and was just writing shit down and trying yeah. to to write stuff and that song ended up being the the one like positive like light at the end of the tunnel kind of thing like we'll get through all this shit and like now that shit's gotten even worse than it did while we were writing this record. It's like, I feel like that's even more of an important song. Like, this sucks more than yeah. we ever could have imagined. <laughs> like, also, let's just be good humans. Yeah, exactly. To ourselves and let's, each other. You know, the, the the whole hook is like, don't worry. And it's, you obviously should worry. But right. it's like, hey. Yeah, maybe that line should have been, don't worry excessively. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Don't worry more than you need to. <laughs> just keep it. Just keep more the worry down to like a, like a like a little a cruising altitude. Yeah. yeah, but it's like, but it's more like don't worry about the future because as long as we do our part and look after each other we'll be okay and hopefully that happens come November. <laughs> so, cause yeah, yikes, dude. All right, and cut. <laughs> and, and, and cut. Just kidding. Oh my god, I don't mean to ramble anymore. No, I that just, would be a good place to cut. I'm two beers and a coffee deep, so now I'm just like, wow. Kevin's okay. like, what else can I talk about? Yeah, <laughs> what, what else can I bitch to you about? Like, yeah, it's yeah. This has been the first podcast we've done in person with anybody, so it's like hey, it's nice to be able to look at you and your pretty face and <laughs> and yell everything I'm feeling at you. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, this is this is like a show. I'm glad you guys were able to come out and do this, man. I yeah, really this was a lot of fun. I've been looking forward to this for a while. We were like trying to plan a time where we didn't have to do this over the phone. Yes, that's that's good. Road trip. Road trip. <laughs> Thank you, guardrail. Thank you, Connor. Thank you, Connor. Oh, Captain.